Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey, everyone. We have a sponsor. Ooh. Mm-hmm. My, oh, my. This episode is sponsored by Squarespace. Squarespace.com. Set your website apart. Why are you two doing that? And why are you, you doing... started it. Yeah. You started it. How, did I start it? Yeah, you, you were like, hey. Started. You were like, hey. We Sorry. just want to leave you. We were a I team. guess I have a sultry voice, and I didn't even know it. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. No, Listen, if you want... <laughs> If you want to build your own website, you got to use Squarespace. And when I say you, you got to. You don't I, have I a mean, choice. I mean, you, you have a choice, like technically. No, you no options. You got no choice. But it, like, You're backed it, in a corner. No, calm down. People have a if, choice. If there are any There's other options, the website. only option is Squarespace. Squarespace.com. No, no, Squarespace is the best option. The, the only, only option. option. Okay, fine. Uh, <laughs> The reason that I think it's the best option, only option, only one. Well, the reason that they feel it's the only option is because I mean, look, with Squarespace, you got easy to use tools, intuitive. Drag and drop. Okay, yeah, uh, it, it's very, very cheap. Oh, it's so cheap that you can get almost a supersized meal and still have money left over because it's that cheap. It's that cheap. It's that cheap. It has commerce uh, uh, tools. Yeah, Don't sell know what stuff. That means. Okay. Oh. <laughs> commerce, you know what commerce means? <laughs> commerce if you're running a business, you're going to use Squarespace. Don't know what that means. Right, it sets on. you up with a free domain name. <laughs> yes, oh, go, yeah, beyond, get, go past this. Yeah, you can be like, I hate James.com. Hey, that's not fair. I was supporting you. <laughs> right? Goodness gracious. <laughs> I mean, the, the, the designs are uh, beautiful. You don't need HTML code, nothing don't like that. I don't know what HTML code is because that ended in 1998. No, it didn't. <laughs> what? No, it didn't. And if you sign up for today. Right now. Uh, 1998. No credit card required. You can sign up today. I have bad credit anyway, Greg. And if you use the offer code JUMP. Oh, I can spell JUMP. J-U-M-P. Get 10% J-U-M-P. off your first purchase. And do we get a profit of that? Don't. Talk about that. That's not necessary. Maybe no. we do. We're helping you it's out. Just, you're, supporting you us us. Out. you're supporting us. You're supporting us. We help you out and you're you gonna, help us just, out. All they need to know is that they get 10% off. They use the offer code Listen, jump. You get it's the, the jump. We get the jump. We, we jump, jump together. Too. We will jump together. Squarespace. Set your website apart. apart. Hey, did we go, did I go to a movie thing? I forgot I lost it. I think I knew what we were doing and I lost it. Yeah, like it. somewhere in the middle, I was like, are we ghosts? I thought so too, but then Braid left us hanging. Yeah, so I didn't and then know he what... stopped doing it. I thought we were a team. Yeah. Let's start the show. All right, guys. We are here uh, doing a little cold open. Yep. Um, Cold is is not an accurate word. No, it's not no, going to be cold is a, at all. This is it's a, actually kind of tense. This is an open that we don't want to do. Heated open. But uh, we got to. So Heavy heated open. Just to get it out the way, we have decided to review the film, uh, The Birth of a Nation. I know I've been saying uh, for a year I wasn't going to do it, but we, we got to, you know? We have uh, to. 
And in doing it, we realized that before we get to the discussion of the film, we just want to talk a little bit about uh, the Nate Parker controversy, um, uh, specifically his uh, 1999 alleged rape uh, case that previous, yeah, uh, a, a trial that was had and uh, he was found innocent, though his co-writer and co uh, producer, uh, a man by the name of, C- how do you pronounce the name? Celestine? 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 Uh, was actually, was uh, also accused, but he was convicted, mm-hmm. served about six months in jail, uh, eventually was granted an appeal due to negligence of his attorney that represented him in the first trial. Uh, the case, he was then granted a, a new trial. Uh, and the the victim decided not to testify again. So, therefore, uh, the case was thrown out. The charges were dropped, and he was uh, set free. Uh, we have in the studio. Oh yeah, we have we have we have our our astronomy club. You know what I'm saying? Member with us, Keisha Zoller. <laughs> Keisha Zoller. You know, Keisha Zoller. Uh, Full of opinions. <laughs> Full of opinions. I mean, that's why we, that's why we got you. you know, we wanted to make sure you hit it. You know. Because we didn't want to talk about this as just like three dudes talking about a rape case. Yeah, yeah. it's a sensitive uh, subject, obviously. Um, I guess like, I guess just to start off, like, uh, I don't know. What should we start off with? Well, I mean, the thing is like, okay, how, how this... How this case has affected this movie is that you know a lot of people have been right. uh, boycotting the movie, and even um, the actresses in the film said they will respect like uh, uh, oh my goodness, I can remember her name, being Mary Jane, Gabrielle Union, who is a survivor of um, sexual assault, says you know she totally understands that women feel they don't feel the need to watch this movie, you don't need to see it. Um, so are some of the other actresses in this film, and like now this movie has not opened well. Right, so this movie has right. not done it's currently well. not doing that well in the box office. I mean, it's it's early days. It is a an an Oscar contender. That being said, because of these allegations, because of the controversy that's surrounding this film, in a way that's much uh, much more heavy than I would say the controversies that surrounded Roman Polanski's The Pianist when that came out, which which or Woody Allen or Woody Allen or Woody Allen's anything. Um, so. Uh, you know, I, there there is this intersection of uh, women's uh, rights, rape culture, you know, mm-hmm. and also uh, race. Um, you know, uh, Nate Parker is a black man. Uh, his friend Cel- Celestine was also black, I believe. Yep. And the woman who was accusing them was white. Um, and there is a history of black men being uh accused of raping white women um obviously that has happened and and it also has been a history of falsely being accused so there's a lot it's like it feels like this particular thing is like jam-packed with you know so much uh I don't know. It's so much weight because it's actually been publicized if you think about so this movie at you know some people may not know is named after Birth of a Nation, which is the film that famously, like, kind of... Uh, From 1915 1915. Yeah. Which yep. shows yeah. the KKK in, like, a great light. And the, the whole plot of that movie is that one of the escaped uh, 
black people attacks a, a white woman, mm-hmm. and like the whole thing is them trying to find this guy and bring him to justice. Uh, the, it, yeah, the white the white saviors, the white saviors. are the KKK. Mm-hmm. Who comes the heroes of the movie are what, the KKK. What, yeah, and yeah. it actually uh, gave Rose to one of the later like second comings, third generation, second or third generation of the KKK. Yep. It actually mm-hmm. expanded the KKK hugely. Yeah, and right. not also when that happened, like not only did their numbers grow up, but this is when uh, Lynch the the. What they, they call them public lynchings, right? Oh, the the, the public the, lynchings. The public lynchings mm-hmm. actually started happening more frequently, and then you know, yeah, again, yeah, again. But you mm-hmm. know, yeah. Well, I I think if I remember this stat correctly, uh, because of the original birth of a nation, uh, we got to a point where one in twenty people in America was in the KKK. That's insane! Wow, me Christmas. That's that's an insane stat. Yeah, uh, when I heard that, I was like, no, that can't be. That's chilling. Yeah, and because that, I always like to think about, think about all the people who were too lazy to join the KKK at that moment. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. They were like, "Mm, I have hate in my heart, but like, I have a lot of commitments on my schedule right now. I don't want to, it's a lot of bleaching of those white robes. I mean, do I have a robe to give up right now? (laughs) So much commitment. I'm actually a little afraid of fire. (laughs) (laughs) I gotta get a horse? God, that horse. (laughs) But, Uh, so, so there is, I mean, of course, like, um, one of the most famous cases is you know poor Emmett Till who yeah. who was I mean who was disfigured for as people called it was it a wolf wolf calling her wolf calling a white woman uh, uh, well I mean what's what it called like the, the, the he what is the thing like in the movies when it's like the wolf does the little the sound effect when like his eyes Ow? yeah Ow. Like he, yes. but he whistled yeah. he whistled right? he yeah. whistled at a white woman and then he was uh you know disfigured and killed for it so there's a history of this thing. And yes. The question is, you know, what people are debating, like, the, the woman who accused Nate Parker committed suicide, um, 2005? Is that what it was? Um, oh, no, no, no. She committed suicide in 2012. 2012? Yeah. Yes. The alleged rape happened, uh, and, I'm, and forgive me for people who may be triggered by me using the phrase alleged rape. I just, cr- like... Well, yeah, yeah. According to our justice We're system, triggered by rape in general. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of tri- oh, yeah. triggers I, I in think this discussion. I would, I would, yeah. Uh, sorry for the assumption that if you clicked on this, that <laughs> you, you may, you may want to just skip forward. I think uh, once we get to the talking of the film, we'll, we'll leave and this then, behind. I mean, Though but there, there also might be, the film, yeah, so. there, there'll <laughs> yeah. be some triggers in the discussion um, of the film as well. Uh, yeah. So. Um, that occurred in 1999. I believe the trial happened in like 2001. Or at least yeah. the yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, the woman killed herself in 2012. Though Nate Parker, I guess the story, quote unquote, didn't break until I guess August, early August uh, this this year. Um, I think Variety released the article. Yeah. I think that's what got the most attention. Uh, Nate Parker, like maybe a week or two or a couple weeks later, then like posted on fa- Facebook. Uh, and it basically his statement to the moment that was happening where he did express, you know, sorrow for the woman's passing. Uh, also, you know, restated his innocence and but also like said that he didn't have a lot of empathy at the time. He probably would have handled things differently. Um, yeah, the, there are a couple of things that are just real. There's like three things I feel like we need to what? Just to maybe address, right? One, uh, 
do we feel that people is it right for people to be able to separate what's happening in this case in the movie like or is it even possible is it, is it i mean possible people do it? it all the time but they do it for uh typically white directors like if you look at Ilya kazan and like remember when he got the like lifetime oscar mm-hmm. and a bunch of people were like nah sitting and i i think it you're, you have this very complex intersection because if you look at all, uh, there's many white artists who've been accused of horrific things in Hollywood uh, and eventually it gets silenced or they kind of fade away. But because you have the intersection of race in it and the threat of the black male and the um, fire of anti-blackness, which exists in terms of racism, anti-black racism, I think it's a perfect storm of like, there are people who are boycotting it because, uh, because of rape. And I, a hundred, I, as a woman, I a hundred percent understand that. I also have a hard time because we find so many more actions excusable when perpetrated by white men. Mm -hmm. So, I feel like I was like, we have to stop with the double standards and should we separate the art from the person? I still don't know because if that's the case, like there's a lot of hip hop I should never listen to I mean, or yeah. dance to I mean, there's a or lot think of, about. There's right. a lot of like anything where you're just like, I guess I can't enjoy but, that because I know. My question is like what Keisha brought up, not to cut you off, is like um, this happens. Like, like John said earlier, Roman Polanski still makes movies like and he was convicted of, in, in what country? Uh, uh, he's like here. banned. It was here. He can't come he, back to America. He can't come back to he America. He can't come back to here. He can't come back he's here. He's also banned somewhere else, another country yeah. too, I believe. And I mean, Roman Polanski has the saddest history I've ever I known. Know. Like, I was like, Holocaust survivor. His wife was horrifically murdered. And he sexually assaulted a 13-year-old a yeah, like girl. girl. And At Jack Nicholson's house. <laughs> like when Jack Nicholson wasn't even it. Uh, but like, why... I. That's the question I have is like... And the pianist got multiple Oscar nominations. Not only yes. that, but people still are traveling to him to make movies. Like, he's still making movies. Woody Allen has a TV show coming out on Amazon right now that people are hailing like some, some, some second coming of Woody Allen. And it's... Honestly, he had an interview, which I read, and he just completely... With the over Hollywood the Reporter, just, just they didn't ask him anything. Actually, did they not? They they did a they did a pro they did they did a, like a an op ed. Uh, his son, uh, Mia Farrow's oh, son, son, yeah, um, wrote about how he had probably like sexually abused his sister, mm-hmm. and um, they let so they had that there like either an issue before or an issue after. But the issue with Woody Allen, where I believe Woody Allen's on the cover of the issue, and they have a full interview with him, didn't ask him about it once. I mean, think about this stuff. And, and my question now is that the fact, if this, and, and again, you know, we're only saying alleged because, again, he was acquitted. Like, and I mean, it, the thing is, right. he was acquitted, so. We I mean, have to say alleged. We I mean, can't I mean, say. I we, mean, we cannot definitively say. Yeah, I mean, we, Which also brings us right. to the other thing, right, of like. <laughs> How much do we, how much should we entrust the court of public opinion? I think it should be said, you know, 
the fact rape culture exists. Definitely. And that so few men, I'm specifically speaking mm-hmm. to men, uh, not that women don't rape, uh, but so few people, rapists, accused rapists are ever convicted or brought to trial. Right. Right. Like yeah. that it's yeah. so infrequent and we have a huge disconnect in society because it's like the there's public opinion, but then there's the fact that like women are being assaulted and the few times that it's like so clear, even then they're not, uh, rapists are being given a slap on the wrist. So it's like, it's hard to not... Even when they are convicted. I mean, yeah, it, it's yeah. hard not to be reactionary Rock because turning. it's like, because you have to ask yourself, well, why would these women lie? And uh, without undermining the voice of women and their own and their control of sexuality and the fact that we are developing conversations around consent that we didn't have 10, 20 years yeah, ago. Yeah, that's the other thing and I want like, to talk about, yeah. Consent has, like, I don't think a lot of people understand consent. That, like, if two people are in the middle of, in the middle of a sexual act and you're like, hey, I want to do X, Y, and Z, then halfway through X, they're like, hey, no more X or Z. That has to, like, you're done. Yeah, that's, you have that's to stop. Like, well, right, and the thing that's even more tricky, though, and this is the thing, we don't have these conversations in school. Nope. Both no. men, Both men and women don't understand consent because People. we do not have these conversations. We don't talk about, well, and the thing is I was reading some of Nate's, uh, basically his uh, deposition or mm-hmm. the statement that he gave to police or, or during the trial. And he was saying like, um, his, he accepted consent by, he was like, I was basically, I was doing these sexual acts. I didn't, I didn't say, do you want, this to be done i just you know started doing them and she was engaging in them with me she never said no she was engaging in them and there and like that to me counts as consent and i think and when you're talking about it in the context of well afterwards somebody said that they you that you raped them that feels it feels like how could you right yeah, yeah but i think reality i think if people are being honest with themselves the majority of people, I think a vast majority of people, have engaged in sexual activities without explicitly requesting or confirming or requesting well, doing yeah. sexual acts to the other person that they're yeah, doing. I, 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 I also think there's also the idea of um, the courage it takes as a woman to say no. Because one of the things you're talking about is having no idea the size of this woman versus... Uh, uh, Nate Parker and mm-hmm. the other gentleman that like there's this idea of a woman's physical safety and like trying to physically say no versus verbally saying no like there just there's no culture around it and there's no history there's not a good track record in record in America of like trusting women that say no yeah. and want to say stop at a point that that is real and it's fine for a woman to say stop or to take hands off places and say no i mean to me it's like to me to me it's interesting because like john like you said it's like there's like i've never been in a relationship where it's like hey are we about to have sex right now that kind of confirmation you know but i do think 
kind of what Keisha is saying is like sometimes people do get in situations where like you're you're doing stuff and someone changes their mind, right? Like if in the middle of this thing where like maybe like she like this the the plan of even a mister like she gave him oral, right? So like it started, it started, right? But in the middle of this thing, she was like, I'm not cool with this. So it's like if you verbally say no, then that I mean that's all you can Right. I mean, that's it. That's just to clarify for this specifics of this case yeah uh nate is claiming and so is celestine that she never said no yeah that she never and also the also the victim was claiming that she didn't remember what happened and that her memory is foggy and that she was drunk uh that's another thing too man like you don't learn in school about just alcohol and like these substances Mm -hmm. that like and most people engage in, se- especially when they're young, engage in sexual activities when they, after they have been at a party and were drinking, both parties. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And and the thing is, it's like we have such a we have such a bad uh, system of sexual education. Yeah, um, our sexual education is mostly preventative for STDs and pregnancy mm-hmm. and it has nothing to do with consent in mm-hmm. terms of other than maybe like the term that I think I heard the most is no means no but like we're saying sometimes somebody can say no non-verbally or want to say no or feel forced into a situation or not be or not fully want to, coherent and yeah, we're or not, not be fully coherent you know are there's, yeah, there's so, so many I'll different say, things I'll say know? this about about uh, about being drunk and the nature of that like I didn't, I didn't learn, and I had. There were so many times that I had uh, sex ed in school. Like I would bring it up to my mom, and she'd be like, "I didn't know you were talking about that yet." Like there were so many times that I right. had it. So like that, it's crazy. But it never. I didn't know. I didn't know that blackout drunk meant that I could be talking to someone and have no understanding that I even. Yeah. Did that. I didn't right. I didn't know I didn't know what that was until I experienced it myself. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. I had no understanding of that yeah. as a thing. And, and and you were saying, I think you were saying earlier off mic, like you were surprised at how many people didn't notice that you yeah, were so and, drunk and that, that the next morning you couldn't remember what it happened. I couldn't remember conversations yeah. that I had with people. And I think that like stuff like that is like it's 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 all over this case where they'll be like she was fine she wasn't drunk she blah 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 but like I but they could not have known know, they, yeah they could they, easily not have perceived that yeah well and do we know if they were intoxicated because also that right. uh uh we they Wait. I I think they claim that they were not yeah that they were not drinking and they never saw her drink she says that she was drinking earlier in the night with another person mm-hmm. that she was on a date with. She said she had four to five drinks. That guy creeped her out. She left and then met up with Nate and his friend and I think and somebody else. And then they went back to his place. The other thing, I mean, this is, I, uh, this is, I don't know if this is even worth saying, but yeah. I, I was also wondering if it could have, she could have been drugged as well. Not by these two men, but by somebody else, the guy that she was with. I- and they also potentially... Did not realize that. I and, and this is where it's it's so hard because it's not a, it's a perfect Venn diagram of crap. Yeah, because it's awful. Mm-hmm. because when you look at it is like 
culturally, we don't talk about drinking and sexual encounters. Right. We don't talk about the fact that, like, uh, getting roofied happens. Like, I've been roofied. It was horrifying. Wow. It was my first year living in New York. It was, like, luckily, a friend and I shared a drink. And as a result, we both were, like, half okay, not right. well. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, we both, at, like, if we hadn't, we, like, either... I would be passed out or she would be passed out. And instead we were just sitting on the pavement, like wanting to vomit. And that, like, that was like great for us. Uh, and not, not great. That's the wrong word for sure. But like it led to us being able to go home and be safe in our own beds. But when all said and done, it's so murky because on top of that, it, if these were two white guys Again, it's like, well, there's part of me who, as a woman, is cynical of the justice system because, like, well, they don't believe women. They don't believe women in rape cases anyway. Right. Yeah. Like, there's, yeah. like, just, like, like other systemic now, oppression. Like, women just it's aren't believed. And, and, yeah, and then there's the other side, too, right, of we believe that uh, black people are more harshly convicted, more harshly... or They're also not believed in the justice system. And the fact of the matter is the police in this case did believe the victim wholeheartedly, and so did the state when they prosecuted. It was the jury that decided they didn't. Be they believed Nate and didn't believe this other guy. Would this case be different if this was a black woman instead of a white one? I think it, I think it would in terms of there would be less historical implications... For me, it would be different. I, I don't, in terms of her, it wouldn't. It's not, it doesn't matter at all. Yeah, I'm, I'm just talking about the way like the case would be perceived. Only I only ask that because possibly in, in the terms of the jury, you're saying, yeah, absolutely. Just, I think it. I think it. I think that people would, no matter how unbiased we believe we are, those kinds of interworkings are always at play. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean this 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 whole situation. I mean, it's a terrible situation. Yeah, I mean, like literally, no matter no matter what happened, this situation was so bad that this woman took her own life. I mean, like that is. Well, we have to assume that it was probably also uh, other, other things, things in her yes. life. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. I mean, though she though she did attempt to take her life very soon after this had happened, and that was also because of the harassment which did happen, and that was caused by Nate. And his friend. Because they, they put her name all over the, the school. Like, the, I think I'm reading right now. They exposed who she was, and they called her, and then they had other people call her, yeah, at harassing her. See, that's the part that makes that. me go that, like, uh, as an intersectional human on this planet, I'm, I'm so mad for so many different reasons because I was like, way to use your male privilege to shame a woman right. so publicly. Yeah. And then, like, and... And so, like, there's part of me, well, as a woman, why would you, like, I have to ask, I was like, why would you do that if you were truly innocent, knowing that you are, there's a level of power along the lines of gender that you are, like, controlling by well, by trying to humiliate yeah. a woman uh, who clearly was going through... Right, exactly. Like, he didn't have. He definitely didn't have empathy at the time, and I think he he acknowledges that. Whatever, seventeen but years later. I, I mean, then there's a part of me who's like, well, there's a dead girl, and even if you're a small piece of that, you're a piece of that. 
Right. So, because I mean, someone else had to step in, like the women's law. Was it women's law project sued Penn State because of the fact that they said her name? Because that's it. I mean, just in case people don't know, when it comes to these type of cases, that they try to we, the law makes sure that the accuser's name is not public record, right? Um, unless she or he decides to come out with it. So, like the fact that they just did that alone is, yeah. It, and Penn State <laughs> settled. Um, they, yeah, I, it's. It's 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 a not it's not a good situation, and I think it does. The one positive thing that can come out of it is that it brings to light oh, how many more conversations we need to have about rape culture, about consent, about mm-hmm. sex, and you know, sex around alcohol or drugs or whatever. And alcohol substances. in general. Yeah. And people. And yeah. I think. And I think it is important for everyone. To educate themselves and to and um, to be mindful of these things, because I I do believe I don't I can't speak to whether or not like these people these two men were guilty. I think either way I I can a hundred percent for sure say they were not mindful of things that were happening. Well, the thing is, you like, know what I mean. Yeah. I can a hundred percent say they yeah. were. Yeah. Inappropriate in harassing. Uh-huh. Well, uh, uh, harassing uh, uh, her. Like, like the thing that they are a hundred percent guilty of is harassing yes. someone who uh, was vulnerable, right? Because yeah. as a woman, uh, just the power structures that be, she is more vulnerable in society around uh, sexual harassment, and the fact that they did that, even taking the rape case out of it which is hard to do but like just that context it's shame on them that's disgusting yeah Yeah. and all three parties and like and all three parties weren't on the same page because the aftermath is what it is 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 what it came to be you know like they they didn't know what was going on that's what I'm saying. They, they yeah, were no, they, they were not mindful. They of thought what was they knew happening. what was going on, but they didn't know. Well, yeah, like I think it's the thing. Like now, and I, I'm not gonna lie, I didn't really know too much about what rape culture until until I started working at MTV in politics. And it's like there's so many things that men do amongst themselves. Yep. That perpetuate stereotypes. Like I just like, and again, this is there's so many things that I feel like guys do. Just talking about like. Um, what they would do to a woman. Like, I mean, we we clearly know the Trump tapes that came out and, like, the disgusting things he said. But even even things that men don't even consider as a big deal. Like, I, I read this whole article just about whether or not you agree with it or not, but just what, when men say, I don't like her no more because she put me in the friend zone. What yeah. that actually means. Yeah. You know? And, like... And, and, yeah, and I, yeah. I just... I, I, I don't like saying the term that what that actually means as opposed to what that, what that implies and what that can imply. Like... Sometimes I think people use that term. They're not using it intentionally to say, "I don't like if she's not giving me sex." You know what I mean? But, but like, the whole, but the whole point, at least again, like from what my sister said, is like the whole point. Sometimes is that people don't even know what they're saying, and like right, these things, yeah, are like are they don't they don't understand the yeah. the history. The they don't understand how these people are. Uh, how other people have used these phrases. It's the same thing with race and stuff like that. It's what we're trying to Uh, educate. Did you have any of you, there's a Netflix documentary on toxic masculinity. And essentially what you're talking about is toxic masculinity. And um, it's from the people who uh, they did misrepresentation, same documentarians. 
And one of the things they talk about is how that uh, toxic masculinity starts from a very early age when little boys are taught to act like men and anything fe- feminine is disgusting and dangerous. And that's when internalized homophobia and sexism and misogyny starts. So it's like one of the things we have to do is like we have to maybe like it's so hard because how we get to here like we're putting a lot of band-aids when it's like we have to look at how we're just talking to kids of like be a man act like a girl smile ladies stop crying you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, that's one of the things. Also, like, also in the way that we view sexuality in movies yes. and things like that. Like, oh, it is like we think it is sexy when the man like all of a sudden turns around and grabs the woman and, yeah. and then kisses her. You yeah, know what I mean? Like, I, oh, he kissed. Oh, he, I didn't ask for it. And then he just grabbed me and kissed me. And, I was and it's like, say too. you know, it's easy to say that that's gross. It's easy to it's easy to like sit back you know, or uh, top our, you know, high chairs and be like, yeah, how could anybody do that? And yet, what the, you freaking watch movies and celebrate movies in which that stuff happens all the time. Rebecca Gilman wrote this play called um, Boy Gets Girl, and it's about uh, this guy who ends up stalking this woman. Uh, But, but in the end, they talk about how, like, it's in every movie that, like, the guy's supposed to just be he's supposed to just be there you know he's supposed to be you know they, like like they oh, run the into persistence the yeah, per- oh, well, he kept, to, and you just keep going and, and, and wear and her down wear her down I mean, and i've exa- seen that but i've seen that quote-unquote work in real life i've seen i've seen a guy go uh, uh, pursue a, a woman who did not want who at first was like i don't like this person and then he kept pursuing kept pursuing kept pursuing and then all of a sudden now these people are a couple because, and i'm like what the fuck because that's yeah. that that's that thin line of like you know steve urkel used to say it. and i remember i i used to say it because urkel used to say it like when he used to talk to laura i'm gonna weigh you down that's what he used to say all the time and it's that thin line of like what is unwanted and what is courtship you yeah. know what i'm saying like unwanted advances or what is someone being courted? You know, it's like, and that is such a thing that, like, do people even do that? Do people even court each other anymore? Nah. And like, what or do that people even want to be courted? Exactly. Like, what does that even mean? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. I mean, but we before had before we got down this. a rabbit hole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Woo! That was uh, a long. This is a long code open. Well, is, we knew it was going to be the beginning of the podcast. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> Real, well, it's you know. the. Be- it, you could say it's the beginning, or you could also say that it's the birth oh, no. Stop it. of a nation. Mm. The whole point. Well, you didn't even have to say The birth of a nation. Uh. Play the music. Jonathan Raylock. James the Third. Drop Billy Welcome to Black Men Can't Jump in Hollywood. Hollywood City. All right. James, uh, you're on your phone, dude? Yeah, what are you doing? I'm pulling up my notes. James, you missed James, your, you James, missed your you're cue, not a, dude. There are no, they don't have, the slaves didn't really have guns. In so you do a make, drum or do something? something? Okay, hold on, wait. Let's no, do it again. You already ruined it. Dude, wait, do it again, do it again. No, man. Welcome to Black Men Can't Jump in Hollywood. Hollywood City. Go down, no. Moses. Quit down in Egypt's land. Tell old Pharaoh, Guys. let my people go. Yeah. First of all, you said, oh, yeah. when Pharaoh was in Egypt's land, <laughs> let my people go. Hey. 
When you download the Earning app, type in Jump Under Podcast when you sign up. It'll really help the show. Jump Under Podcast. Subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max. See earning.com slash TOS for details. Earning is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust member FDIC. Priceline presents Go to Your Happy Price. What's up? It's Kaylee Cuoco. When it comes to travel, we all have a happy place. You can see yourself already there. It's beautiful. It might be sunny and sandy for some, neon and urban for others, deserts or rainforests or hiking trails. With Priceline, you can get to your happy place for a happy price with deals you really can't find anywhere else. Like up to 60% off select hotels to Costa Rica or five-star hotels for two-star prices in Cabo. Go to Priceline.com and travel to your happy place for a happy price. All right, see ya. I'm off to Miami. No, actually, wow, look at that. No, I, I'm going to Hawaii now. Ooh, Cancun looks nice. You know what? Belize looks pretty nice this time of year. Or, mmm, Palm Springs. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey, this is Tim Heidecker, and I'm glad to be back in Glendale, California, in the studio with my good friends DJ Doug Pound and Vic Berger for another episode of our podcast, Office Hours Live. This week we had a very special guest, his golden messenger, who played a beautiful tune for us. We laughed, we had fun, and you should tune in to Office Hours Live this week, and quite frankly, every week on your podcast app of choice or at youtube.com slash Office Hours Live. I, um, I enjoyed watching it with Gerard just to look at his face like... I could uh, see him dying oh, during wow. cer- certain was, sequences. Okay, like, well, yeah. let's let's get let's get Ooh, to it. Let's baby. set it up. You know, <sighs> this film uh, was wide released uh, uh, just a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, however, it premiered at Sundance early this year in January. Uh, it uh, now currently holds a record for the uh, most money ever spent on the like securing of rights for a film: seventeen point five million dollars, yep. I believe. Yep, you're right. The film costs. Uh, I mean, the figures vary. I've the most reliable one I see is ten million dollars yeah, to yeah. make. Um, currently, right now at the box office, it opened. It's opening weekend like seven point five million. Yeah. The next weekend, it's dropped. The reviews are actually not as great as the ones at Sun- Sundance. So here's the thing: is that Nate Parker put his uh, acting career on hold. Told his agents, "I was. N- I'm not going to do another movie until I am able to play Nat Turner." On screen, he used $100,000 of his own money to help finance the film, got backers, uh, you know, got all this money, directed it, wrote it, produced it, uh, along with his friend, uh, who also wrote it and helped him produce it. Um, Gabrielle Union is in it. Uh, Gabrielle Union, uh, uh, oh my, what, what, is, what is his name? Her, uh, uh. Coma Domingo. Jackie, oh, yeah. Jackie Earl. Uh, Jackie name? Earl Haley. Yep. Mm-hmm. What's the woman's um, name? Artie from? Hammer. It's the white dude. And what's the name of... What's, who's his wife? She's on um, the Viola Davis show, uh, uh, How to Get Away with Murder. Aja Naomi King. Yeah, Penelope go. And Penelope Ann Miller. That's so, the, yeah, the film is n- not doing so well. The back of it has a lot of uh, Oscar hopeful potential, though, uh, as we kind of briefly discussed, 
briefly. <laughs> uh, in the beginning, this may, there's a dark cloud over the film now because of Nate Parker's 1999 case. Uh, the other thing... Oh, yeah. At, when it premiered at Sundance, it won the Grand Jury Prize for Best Drama Film, I believe. Uh, and it also apparently got like a standing ovation. A five-minute standing, five standing ovation. Which, um, what some people have said, and this is not a takeaway from the movie, um, one of the... <laughs> There's a saying that one of the reasons why it got such a long stand ovation because Nate Parker was able to get a lot of his backers into the screening. So it's like basically like what that means, like you had all these people who were like in the movie, people who backed the movie, who were excited to see their movie premiere at Sundance. Yeah. Which gave it such an uproar that it I mean, it, they said it was like a five minute to seven minute right. break and just like claps and cheers. Right. Uh, uh cool. So there you go. It's all laid out. Ugh. Uh you're so mad. I'm not. No, let's I'm not, to, I'm not mad. Let's not do mad. initial thoughts. Uh, Guess Keisha, you want to go first? Yeah, Keisha. of the movie initial thoughts. Yeah, just yeah. how you felt when you first watched this thing. I don't know. It made me very tired as a black woman. Hmm. Uh, the lens of slavery is so interesting to me because I feel like it keeps being presented the same way in Hollywood, and I feel like. Uh, in that way of like feel bad and let all your guilt be resolved through this movie and I feel like this movie uh, did that as well and in addition um, uh, and when I just after I saw the movie off mic I talked to draw about it but this idea of like it'd be nice to see black women with I don't know agency as slaves oh, just- how about a couple of lines or like black oh, women some, as a, yeah, a part a, in the movie. A, a agency. <laughs> like it's it's hard enough like we don't like the Bechdel test didn't even like come into consideration for any of the black women. I was actually that. wondering that. Like do nope. well no no? Do, doesn't it have to just be isn't the Bechdel test as simple as two women talking to each other about something that's not a man? Well, that, yes. Yes. So, that's so doesn't not the mother doesn't the mother and the grandmother talk to each other at one point? When about no, but the about scene, but the but but the scene after the after the the father runs away. But I don't think it's just a scene. It has to be it, it, the rule. It, I the, think it the is, rule that is that it has simple, to be though. two women. It's a it's a time lapse too, but it has two women in a scene talking about yeah, anything, anything but a man, anything but uh or man or something a plot line in a relationship, relationship to yeah. to a man. So it has yeah. to be. Totally their own age. The well, to me, like that was all they talked. About. Like all they talked about was like because every time I saw them, it was like it was talking about uh, Nat or the scene right after the dad was like, did they even say anything anything to each other? I think she was just like, "Don't tell." Yeah, I mean, like she was telling her to like calm down. Like they were always together. But Listen, I, don't I think know they I'm were fighting t- for scraps. I'm, all, I'm always out here fighting for like the, the, the smallest of scraps. No, but like he has a good point. Like we watched it. And yeah, it like, there are a lot women. of women. There were a lot of women characters in the movie, but bit parts. Bit. They were smaller. Like, like I mean, the mother it, and the and the wife had. It was all in service, over. though, of other characters. Yeah. And what's so hard is, as a black woman, I feel like so much like. I can talk about just the lady side of it that like so many female characters are in service of black, uh, like of, of men. And then as a black woman, like there's part of me who's like, I see misogyny and I see misogynoir, like just even in the way, like the black female bodies were portrayed, uh, that I like question in, in the sense of like, 
it was I still saw elements of the like male gaze. Mm-hmm. I still saw elements of women being portrayed as objects of desire for men to consume. Yeah. And like that that bothered me because like I as a black person, I want more black movies. Love that. However, as a black woman, I want more movies where like black women also have agency that's not enti- like hint like hint uh totally comprised of their male counterparts. Right. So, I don't feel like that movie succeeded in that way that the women most of their identity had to do with caring for men, thinking about men, protecting men. Uh and the mo- and the two or three moments we had sans that it they were still the power of the male characters were still very much so felt as if yeah. slavery yeah. didn't i mean impact black women gabrielle union's character gets married and then she gets raped that's it right yes like she doesn't do anything else right i mean right yes. she dances uh in at her wedding she gets she dances yeah. she at was her a wedding. minor she was a very minor character. She chose not to have her character talk. Is one thing she said. She felt like her character. Uh, I forgot what the reason she gave. But. She wanted to represent the, uh, you know, the decades and decades and hundred and years of uh, black women who have been silenced. She wanted to represent that on screen. She wanted to show the pain, the silent, the uh, pain that happens. It's like symbolically, you don't see her speak. You just see her go through this very painful moment and like that's how and but that that pain is like kind of you know ignored so that's that's so it was it it was it was was it wasn't given its proportion if that's like because i understand that from like a creative choice and from like an actor choice i think there's a lot of weight in silence however i think in the scope of the movie it wasn't given the cinematic weight because that it deserved. Yeah, because she didn't deal with it. Uh, I mean, well, I feel like yeah, if it, let's let's uh, let's keep going with initial thoughts and circle back to that conversation because okay. that's later on. Y'all want me to go? Somebody else? Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, all right. Uh, so yeah, I felt I felt similarly about the 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 female characters in it. There was a moment when I wrote just the women characters are not in this movie. It's one of my notes. Um, when it got to the revolution, when it got to the rebellion, I mean. Uh, that was very satisfying for me. Like I couldn't wait to see white people getting just <laughs> people saw it. Cheered no, up, like re- like really like like you messed in, up, man. In in a way, no, re- like in a way that I was surprised. <laughs> like because there was so much of the movie that I was just like, all right, I can't, I can't do it. But then like there's one shot where like a sledgehammer goes down on a dude's head, and I was just like, yes. <laughs> like I was just like. That's what I want. Black and, people were high-fiving in the and theater. And the, and the thing is, throughout yeah. the movie, I kept thinking about, uh, and I think I brought this up a couple <laughs> times, but definitely when we talked about it, <laughs> um, definitely when we talked about it on the podcast, but I kept thinking about uh, uh, DiCaprio's monologue in Django, where he's like, how come they don't kill us? Because uh, let's take a look at their skulls. They're idiots. You know, like, and he goes to that whole thing. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, like, there, there's a lot of, like... Um, there's a lot of like nice visuals, like where we like we see like Roger Smith like cutting the dude's uh, beard, and you're just like, he could kill him, right? That, you know what I mean? Like they like slow down on it and like focus on that, and and like you sort of like the way they show it building up for for Nat, like 
I don't know. Like I that that part of the movie was very satisfying for me, and I, and and it and it, for me, it made me think about like what's going on today, and like how like sometimes we have riots and stuff, and sometimes we have protests, but like, uh, but how like it it, it takes like just deciding enough is enough when it comes to, to some of these things, you know, and it was, it was, uh, satisfying for me to see on screen. Um, what else do I want to say? It, I, I, the movie itself though, it feel, it, it, I could tell that they were taking a lot of liberties. There was a, there was a, <laughs> there was a point like midway through where I was just like, what was the real story? Like what <laughs> really happened? You know, uh, uh, it, that seems clear. And I, and I don't know if I necessarily, have any issues with the artistic liberties that were that were taken? I don't. I don't. I do not like uh, that. There that it kind of seems like they um, were writing. There were like all these moments where they're writing the slave owner characters, like his slave owners, as like, oh, they're you know they're the good ones. They always do that, in <laughs> and it was just like. And, uh, there were so many times where it seemed like that was the message they were trying to show or like, you know, like the wife, we kept seeing like the wife character, like just very silent and stoic, which sort of like shows like, you know, the woman had no agency, but maybe inside she wanted it to be, to be done. But it's just like, I don't know, like that doesn't, that doesn't make me feel better for these people. It makes me feel like these people are worse, you know? So yeah. Right. I don't think, yeah. Um, okay. So for me, so complicated because these films are complicated. I have to say, though, the overall feeling that I felt when I left was like, <sighs> I didn't need to see another slave movie. And and I, I was disappointed in this movie. And I think it's because I thought it was going to be different. I actually, I don't have the same feeling as you, James. I, I wasn't satisfied yeah. with The Rebellion. I thought The Rebellion was like very short. It I definitely thought, was. I thought that the mo- I thought that this was th- what that mo- this movie was going to be about, and it was like not really about that. Yeah. It, it really didn't feel like it was about it, and, and at the same time, it also didn't feel like a, Na- a Nat Turner biopic. Nope. You know, it, uh, and and I actually feel like this movie was very conventional at times in ways that we see slave movies, which is it had all of the tropes. It had the slave masters who were kinder and then a death happens and then things aren't the same anymore because the nice guy died it had the journey to another plantation where a slave master isn't kind and he's completely brutal to the thing it has the whipping scene it has the rape scene it has you know a lot of these images that we've seen time and time again and for me in terms of all slave movies Here's the thing is for me is like as a as a I, I, once you see one movie about slavery, once you see the brutality of slavery depicted on screen, you you really don't need to see it again because you get it. <laughs> and and the thing is it's like you know even apart from like whatever oh, white guilt and trying to you know make people feel better blah 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 to me it's just like I don't care if we recognize it and can sit in the theater and say, this is wrong. It's dehumanizing to see black people treat it like they are property. Uh, It just is for me, at least. I I, I see it and I'm like, and I'm constantly reminded of it. And, but it also 
in terms of the racism that we face today, I feel like, yes, it's good to remind people this is like, this is how deep it was. But I don't think people make the connection of this is how deep it was. And that's why things are still messed up now. We got to fix them. I think people go, yeah. Can you, um, can you see how far we've come? Like, that's not what we don't do that anymore at all. Nobody feels that way. Well, isn't, I mean, I, I was writing something down because I was like, I can't forget it. Right. But isn't it like part of the disconnect? And I feel like why people, this is just my thought on why people keep making slave movies is that they want, I think people want white people to understand how inhumane this was and to hopefully see themselves in it. But I don't think these movies accomplish that. I think they accomplished the idea of like, well, I thought about slavery, not racist, and like yeah, yeah I'm not right. I'm not like those white guys on the screen. And the thing is, also they made all of the they made most of the white people in this movie, like the majority of them, like like freaking hillbilly. Like they looked like, and maybe they were, I don't know, but they looked like villains. They looked like hillbillies. They looked like. Like scum, they didn't look like normal people I, it, to me. They looked like villains. It was yeah. like the movie made sure that you knew, like these are the bad guys. Well, they are, villains. and that was you my know, biggest. I know they're villains, but what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, if you make them, if if it, if you paint them like blah blah blah, and instead of showing, here's what here's what I'll say, and this is the last point I'll make for my the one of the most powerful scenes to me, because uh, there were some powerful moments in the movie for me, one of the most powerful scenes was showing the little white girl skipping, holding a rope, and you follow the rope, and the rope is connected to a little black girl who has this rope around her neck. And they're both smiling, and they're both skipping, but the little white girl is is clearly has this rope like that's her pet. And I was like, holy, how chilling is that? That this little girl and this little girl are laughing and playing, and they're ha- they're, this is a human moment, and yet we can see the dehumanization of another human being happening. That, to me, is way more powerful than seeing somebody get whipped again and again and again. I, you know what I mean? That's what, and I was like, anyway, I wish there was more rebellion. I, I wasn't really satisfied. I was kind of disappointed. That being said, you know, there are things that are great to discuss, but yeah, that was my initial thoughts. Uh, I didn't like this movie. <laughs> I actually am going to say it in the comments way. Fuck this movie. <laughs> if there's another movie coming out like this next year, fuck that movie. <laughs> it's like, I am tired. Like, the thing is for me, it's like, I'm tired of seeing black bodies victimized. I'm tired of seeing... Like, the thing is, like, it was hard for me watching this movie, separating this movie from what I just see on the news. It's like, how many, t- like, how many images do we see of beating down black people. Like, today. It's like, there hasn't been a movie... I mean, Selma was, like, what, two years ago? Didn't, didn't... You know, lead actor didn't get an Oscar nomination, right? It's like, this movie probably will get something. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, what, the last time we had a black person get nominated for an Oscar, what was it for? A slave movie. It's like, I turn on the news. There's people, like... There's, there's, there's police, and again, we understand there's good police. Oh, man, I like, just remembered that there were two years in which actors... 
we're all white. Like it's just it's like you know what I'm saying. And like if something <laughs> happens, I literally when movie, you said that I was like, what are you talking about? The last one, oh right, all the, for the past two years, all ten acting nominees have been white. Okay, continue. No, but the first the first movie of 2016 in the Oscar race, people say, oh, this is a sure win for some type of like Oscar nomination. Was this slave movie? Right? How like my thing is like in in thing is you know what. I, I I am a person who grew up in a black area, and like we study black history. I don't mind things not being based off. Of, uh, uh, I know these these based off of true story things, and like sometimes they take these liberties. Yeah, half they of have this movie, to. They have to. But half of this movie, to me, feel like it didn't need it. Like I didn't need to see you put two women in a situation where they are beaten and raped when it wasn't a part of the actual story, or at least the historic part of it that we know of. Like, are you telling me to get these men to want to fight back? To, to affect them, you have to break the women in their lives? I mean, it's the girl in a refrigerator trope it like is. from comic books. It's like, throw them in a refrigerator. Oh, women are in trouble. Like, it's, it's the use of female sexuality and quote-unquote weakness to inspire men to act like men. And uh, whether it is the story of white women or black women that is still like a part of like the misogyny and the misogynoir that I have I find problematic in this movie. I mean not only that, but like after some of these things which we're gonna get to, the people who discuss what happens to the women are the men in the movie. Mm-hmm. And first off, you know what? This movie not only does something that pisses me off to such an extent, this movie again, like John says, the rebellion, which are like the whole movie is supposed to be about like Nat Turner's rebellion. Nat Turner was considered I mean, whatever. Nat Turner was considered the black William Wallace. Okay? Nat Turner fucked up a lot of white people. All right? Like, he historically he, killed uh, approximately 60 to 65. That's but, what but, they think. But the, but, oh, but the, the group, sorry, not yeah, him yeah. specifically. But it's like this dude cast this rebellion, which in the movie does address it in one of the, the, the epilogue lines at the end is like, because of this, this minor act in the grand scheme of things, so much. Like happened afterwards to African Americans, like approximately two hundred to three hundred black people I, killed. In I, I feel like you could have like started the movie with the rebellion, same here, and moved forward to the or, actual birth of a nation. Or <laughs> <laughs> so okay, let's start. Let's let's begin where this movie starts. This movie starts uh, with. Uh, uh, is it the symbolic dream with him? The, the, it's, it's, it's the younger version. So it's version a younger of version of him. It, it's in like African garb. Mm-hmm. There are, uh, it's like in Africa. It's kind of oh, a dream sequence. Sorry, sorry. Before we even get to that, is, mm-hmm. is his mom taking him as a child because he has the three marks to, to the, the shaman? Now, like, where the flip were they, though? Was I that really? Know. I couldn't understand if this if was, was real a, because yeah. they weren't in Africa. No, that looked like it was here. But, but it, it was looked like, like it was. Right, like yeah. they were all like Absolutely. I was like they had paint. They got they have the paint on them. There, there's drums and there's they're in a, clearly in a forest of some sort. Yeah. So it was it was unclear to me if that was one if it was real or two if it was either in Africa or America. But yes, basically this tribal ritual thing is happening, and the, this little boy has three birth marks on him, uh, and and they're saying this means that he's a leader. Mm-hmm. And they they name what what each three meant. I yeah. forgot what it was, but you should listen to him. But basically, we and should the listen women to him. He's with a leader. Be- Breastbound. Yeah, yeah, they were breastbound. Uh, yes, yes. Just saying. You know, well, you know, it's 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 interesting too when we do these historical films. It's like these women were clearly having conversations, and yet the points 
in which most movies choose to focus on are points in which sometimes the women would have would women would have been silent. That does not mean though that they can't have a show the conversations that the women were clearly having in private or behind like closed doors as it were. Uh anyway, this so we 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 see that, right? Um and then then we're like it's like 180 1800 1806 or something like that like you I know the date 18 yeah whatever and we're at this plantation we're introduced to to Nat as a boy again he's still a little boy uh we're seeing like the happenings of the plantation uh one of the things that was very striking to me was you saw Nat with Sam this little white boy who was i guess the son, the son of, of the, the slave master yep. Just just a side note, in real life, Sam Turner was the brother oh. of the slave master who formerly who owned Nat, ah. not his son. Oh. Mm-hmm. Interesting change. Here's why it's a really interesting change is because the movie kind of sets up almost in this way, in this opening scene, that Nat and Sam are friends. Yeah. They're yeah. playing they're playing uh, hide and, and seek. seek maybe. They're and playing hide seek. and seek, and Sam like mentions, Oh, Nat, you're always you always beat me. Yeah. You always beat me at hiding. All right, come on, come on out. You always beat me. He comes out. They're laughing. Sam gets called back into the house. Nat sees a little book. Is it safe to assume that Sam is the one who taught Nat how to read? Oh no, no, no. I think I, I think it was he, very clear that the mother did, right? But, or or oh, that he no, magically that he could, learned. Yeah, he the, could that just was do so it. foggy. Oh, so yeah. he's already a magical he negro just, in the first ten minutes. Okay. Yeah. Fuck yeah. this. Move. I'm gonna tell oh, you. Oh, you're this right. right now. I guess Sam could. Because who? How else? Whoa, 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 wait. Before we say at this movie, though, I will. We do have to. Uh, Nat. There is a magical element to Nat Turner, though, because they said the, there is a legend that he knew things. He knew things yeah, that they happened ca- they before him- he was born. They said p- many times people have said in his life when he was a boy, "You're gonna go. You're special. You're a prophet. Yeah, God has a prophet. calling on your life." They called him a prophet. They so, called him a like, prophet, and he had all those dreams. <laughs> And he Dry, said, yeah, so and he had dreams. No, I'm just no, saying. No, no, like, this is a reality. Reality. Yeah, right, but this right. is his historic, this is part of his history. Uh, that being said, they didn't show any of that stuff, right. really. They didn't show no. people calling him a prophet. prophet. They showed the fact that he had learned how to read. Who knows how, I guess. Maybe it was Sam. I don't know. But then the mother was like, I'm going to teach him how to read. The Bible. The Bible. She comes, she's like, brings him into this room. There's all these books. He tries to grab a book. He's like, no, 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 that's for white people. You wouldn't, your kind wouldn't understand that. But here's the Bible. And so the, Nat learns how to read the Bible. Uh, uh, before that happens, though, uh, before that happens, though, his dad. Or right after, I think. Yeah. No, 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 it's after that. Yeah. Before the, Oh, no, before, it is. No, sorry. No, no, no. Be, sorry. It was his dad. His the thing with his dad happens after you see him play with Sam, but before, but before the, the mom, reading thing, before, before the, yes. the before he goes on to t- to teach the. Because at that point, oh. the reason his mom is so sad because the you know we talk about it. Yeah, but yeah, but but so but but before that happens, his dad uh, is caught stealing food, kills a slaver, and then runs away. Because his dad, because the kids all eat. They were trying to eat. Was it porridge? What were they trying to eat? They, it looked like grits. Yeah. My brain went. Uh, it looks like, like porridge. Cheese, like grits. cheese grits. Yeah, yeah, porridge or grits. Yeah, and like um, didn't, there Nat wasn't enough food any. for all of them. And Nat then, didn't get any. And the, and the there's that slaver on the road. So they introduce who, a. They introduce. I guess the <laughs> the movie's main villain. Yeah. Is, 
the slaver with like it's the guy who plays it's um, Rorschach. Rorschach. Rorschach in, in and he's also the new Freddy. He, uh, he was the new Freddy. That but was also, terrible. let's remember that this dad though, because I feel like um, this is what you press his name, James. Do you remember his name? I know he was no, in. He was in the movie. Um, 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 Beast of the Southern Wild. He was the father. Oh, of word. yes, word. he was great actor. Yeah. So he was, yeah. and, he, and again, that guy wasn't a traditionally trained actor. He happened. They to be found in New him. Wow. They found yeah, him. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So he kills the slave owner. Comes back, or Nat was there. Nat saw it. Mm-hmm. Uh, he grabs Nat. He runs away. The, they're they're kind of chasing him. He gets back to the plantation. He tells he he drops the food, gives him the food, and he's like, "I gotta go. They I killed somebody." And then the, uh, you know, his wife and his mother are kind of freaking out. They're, you know, he tells Nat, what does he say to him before he leaves? Uh, he said, "Does he? Did he say take care of your mom? Take care, care of your mom? Your yeah, mom? he says like take care of your mom." And I think he says something leader. like, "You're yeah, you're, you're a leader. The you're, you're the man of the house now. You're the leader now." Uh, <laughs> Yo, like, man, yeah. this, like this, this, this. The the, the the thing about this is like. We, we, we often review these movies. We talk about like magical Negroes and like, like the exceptional. We always say that thing, the exceptional um, Negro. This movie, which was written by a black man, two black men, directed by a black man, somehow still plays into this trope of like being the exceptional Negro. Yes, but, but I, think, I think this is a is Nat Turner. I think it's a Nat Turner thing. But they didn't make him a le- My thing is, if you're going to build him to be a legend, make him a legend. This movie doesn't do that to me. Yeah, no, no. I mean, like, like the movie, the movie, like, they put in, they tried, the movie tried to do everything. Can we make a Harriet Tubman movie? Like wait, like you yes. tell me, like I mean, yeah. me, like, it's ridiculous that there is not a Harry. Yeah, Tubman but movie. but Nat Turner didn't make. Oh, a sorry, trilogy. but Nate Parker didn't make a, a Harry Tubman right. movie because I, he was like, there should to, be a, there should be a Nat like, Turner movie. He was like, too. I'm about to star in this movie, no, and I, I'm about to and I'm about to write all these moments also, for me to be fucking killed. Also, you know just, what I mean? Like just he did that for I think himself. Exceptional. <laughs> the exceptional Negro is the one black man in a sea of white people who is who is good at stuff. I don't. I don't know if this film was trying to say that Nat Turner was the only person who was exceptional. Right, but think, he I is think, magical, which is, I think, what the issue... Well, to me, also, to me, when I think of the exceptional one, yes, it is, like, the one black person amongst, like, um, mostly Caucasians, but it's also the one black person amongst the others. The one, the, yeah. the diamond in the rough. It's like, that, if you looked at this, this, this right. field of black people, that one right there is yeah. the special one. Yeah, uh, and he definitely true. was, like... They definitely made it that he was. I'm tired of that shit, man. Well, but they did and they didn't. Well, but I also think everything we've talked about thus far has not did not emotionally engage me enough to be like, why don't we start with it? Because if this actor wrote this movie for himself, start with him in the damn movie. Yeah, no, that's the craziest thing. So, what do you? Yeah, how did Uh, you guys feel? Like, because just so for the for the people who haven't seen this film and who who are never going to see it, uh, the. All this stuff with him as a child is, I feel it's like, the like first 20 minutes. Yeah, 20 25, 25 minutes, minutes, 25 minutes. But 20 happen? minutes, yeah. maybe? Maybe maybe it was shorter than I expected. But it felt longer. I remember going, oh, wow, he's still a kid. <laughs> no, yeah. I remember like, oh, he's oh he's still a kid? Oh, and he's still a kid. Um, and, it, and then and they it, jump to adulthood real quick. Because the, yeah. guy, the guy comes in and he's like, he's like, oh, you are your father's. There's a lot of things that happen, right? The, the, the dad tells him you're a leader. The the slave uh, catcher, you know, questions him, and when he doesn't say anything, he's like, "You are your father's son. This guy's got a lip on him, even though he didn't say anything." And then and he looks at me again. He's gonna get what. Yeah, he's gonna get what's father. coming for him. And then we have him learning how to read the Bible, and 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 oh wow, he's really smart, and he knows how to read, and then he's learning how to read the Bible, and then we also see him, her saying, "I can't teach you anymore." 
Remember that happens yeah. too. It's like yeah. I can't teach yeah. you anymore. Mm-hmm. Didn't need any of that. It was like a lot of stuff that happened with the kid, and then fi- and it's like I can't teach you anymore. You're not allowed in this house anymore. I forgot what he did, and they're like he he didn't do anything. The guy the, the oh, it was husband, cause of the, it was because of the slave. Well, the husband died. Remember the husband? Yeah. Died. Oh, that's yeah. what it was. And she said the she husband like, died. His last one of his. We last need things, you. We need you in the. We field. need you in the field. Pick that cotton. And then you see him picking cotton, and then now he it's picks cotton Nate until he's a grown. Until Nate Turner's for twenty five years. He picks we, we could have started there. We could have started there. But I, know, I think I think they should have just made it shorter because like all these movies like Ray and stuff like that. You all, like they always show the person when they was a kid to see what formed them. But I just want to touch on this cotton scene, and I hope my mom doesn't listen to the podcast that often, so I'm gonna bring this up. So my parents are older, right? My parents are from the south. My, my my mom grew up picking cotton, so I have been to cotton fields, and I'm just looking at like when you see Nat Turner like first grab one, right? His hands bleeding. Yes. Now, and this is I get that this is a movie. But I'm like, if you're going for accuracy here, like that shit hurts so much. You ain't just you ain't just putting your thumb in your mouth and it's just picking cotton like quick like this. And it, and I only bring I only bring that up because it's like if you're trying to show how hard and how tough this man's life is, this cot even even little things like picking cotton is rough. You know what I'm saying? Like if you look at like like the the hands of like older African Americans who grew up picking cotton, it is this calluses. It's yeah. a rough hand. Right. I think they are trying. I think they, that's what they feel like they did with him getting pricked and bleeding. Yeah. Uh, and I think they just didn't do it. They didn't. They, I, the movie is a series of not doing things enough or hard enough. Because he, he but, pricked uh, it. But you know what I mean? Yeah. I, but, I think it's because they try to jam a lot of stuff into this movie. Yeah. Right. Like we were all just saying, do we, did we need all of that backstory? None yeah, of sure. which is. I mean, it's alleged that his father ran away. He wasn't present at the scene. But, like, do we need to see that? Do we need to see We could have started with one of his dreams, yes. one of his men, and, like, gone to the cotton field, and I would have been in it. And then next yeah. scene, see him preaching, and I would be like, all right, I get what he is. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and you do yeah. it in flashbacks. But, like, yeah, I get what you're saying. I mean, yeah. So, so, so basically we're up to the point now where, like, his father – the other th- yeah oh exactly. you go ahead no you no, go no, ahead. no I was gonna say the other thing I didn't like about the showing of Sam and Nat being friends is because I at first when I saw that I was like oh snap this is gonna be heavy yeah he's gonna nope. become his master and then there's gonna be some but they never nope he treated they him never like a slave. referenced the friendship ever treated him like a slave yeah treated him like a slave and Nat treated they him like a master do, they and they do. never refer and I was like well then what was the point of that but they scene? do like little stuff like Very little stuff little, little stuff that's frustrating to, to yeah. me that, that like uh, uh, where like you know there's that scene where the guy he like picks up the toy that the that the kid yeah dropped. and the guy beats and the guy's him. like beats him and he stops him for, and like all these things are like but also no but, oh, but, time like, out, but time out that doesn't have to be because of Nate was his friend that could be because that's his prize exactly but exactly but exactly but exa- exactly I mean I, I'm oh yeah there's no, this, there's no I, I do right. not it's like subtle. this it's like right. this, it and and it's like we we look at it and he's like you know he stands up for them I got mad at myself in the movie theater because I was like yeah good stand up for him wait a minute fuck you like it, like that was my be- yeah. immediate that was my immediate reaction that I had right. when that happened and it was like Woo. every time I see one of these goddamn movies and it's always the one supposedly like nice and even in this movie you know we get to that point but he's like this Army Hammer's slave owner Sam make sure he know like everyone knows that he's supposed to be a good slave owner yeah normally they wouldn't let you go do this normally yeah. this wouldn't happen it's like well I don't, he's trying he's he, doing he's try- that to them he's he trying to say that but what I'm them. saying is like this movie out of every person in the every white person yeah. in the movie is like Army Hammer and his mom are the least Mean the least like which is a real I mean and this is the thing even in the even 
when Nat Turner rebelled in real life, uh, it was a point of discussion that they were like, how could he rebel? His slave masters were so kind to him. Yeah. That's how they felt. That's and, how white people felt then. And it's also, it's like, this is, this is the thing people understand. If you own a human being, they're going to want to be free. And well, not only that, but you're not, you're not a good person. You're not good. You're uh, not uh, a good person. Oh, well, go also, well, I, I think what's hard is like, part of it is we're not addressing the difference of slavery. We didn't have European slavery. We had chattel slavery. That we, own, we didn't own people like slavery like you were an indentured servant. Because in Europe, you couldn't kill your slaves. You were still seen as a human. Right. Like we have to start, like part of it is what makes American slavery so specific is we were things. Right. And they did that purposely starting before America was a, a country uh, because there was, a, there was a fear, and there always was, of uh, insurrection. And to, to quell that fear, they made blacks less and less and less human to the point that the law then said, a black person is my property. So much so that the penalty for killing a slave was not because you killed a human being, but because you destroyed somebody Something else's property. And, yeah. and it, which meant you could kill your own slaves versus you look at the history of European slavery. Like, you couldn't kill slaves. You, you just, like, because it's like, dude, you're killing a person. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, so we, see, we see Nat Turner. He's picking cotton. We, we, then we see, uh, you know, there's a very, a very beautiful image of him in the, in the barn. Uh, you know, he's got the horses or whatever behind him, and he's preaching. Uh, um, I don't really remember what that <laughs> sermon was about. You know, you just—it's establishing he's a preacher. Uh, we we have it set up that uh, you know, Sam's sisters getting married. You know, the house is being left alone. It's not doing so well. You know what I mean? Um, and, uh, Nat and Sam go out. I think this happens before he starts preaching, like. When he gets the, the toy, yeah, it is. It's early. Yeah, the toy. Before, yeah. So we get to the scene where you know a, whole, a white, a little white kid drops a toy when they're in town. You know, and Nat ter- picks it up and says, "Oh, Miss, your boy dropped this toy." The husband comes, beats, beats Nat. Sam's like, "Hey," you know, stands up for his slave, um, <laughs> and and then there's a slave auction that's happening. We see, you know, there's a slave that's overweight without an arm, without an arm, and it's like the thing. The thing that's so difficult about watching things like this, right, is that we all know these things exist. These are all things that, for the most part, we're supposed to get over, right? It's like, oh, slavery happened over 200 years ago. Get over it, right? And, like, we're looking at a disabled person being sold, right, for, like, what was it? Was it, like, 100 bucks? Like, matter of fact, they went right, down. They, they went down. He was 75, $75. $75. Mm-hmm. Because, because nobody wanted to buy, you know, damaged goods. The guy was like, and the you guy said, like, you know, I got to make a living here. Come on, you guys, I got to make a living. All that. All and that. the thing is, this, it, it, I think people don't, like, I feel like people, like, like, oh, like you guys said, like, this was so long ago. Like, you know, we don't do that type of thing nowadays. So I feel like it's my opportunity to bring back, like, how this shit exists now. Okay, when you think about, let's, let's take it back to the 90s. You think about, like, literally just the war on crime and drugs, right? Like, most of these, like, petty drug dealers, like, people who sold weed, people who sold, matter of fact, crack cocaine. People who sold crack cocaine got three times a higher sentence than people who sold cocaine, right? Which is cheap. People got a slap on the wrist. And the mere fact that that happens, now you have all these black and brown people 
who are now back to being slaves. This shit still exists right now. There are people right now who are criminals for whatever petty crime you may want to call so, it, right? Are you, uh, mad at, are you mad at society or you mad at the movie? Well, I'm, mad at, I'm mad at the fucking movie for making me remember how well, fucked well, up society you, is now. Well, do you know what movies I don't <laughs> see enough of? Because it's like, we <laughs> see slave movies. <laughs> we see slave movies, but do you know what we don't see? Jim Crow movies. Yeah. And that's oh, where yeah. historically some of the worst violence that yeah. impacts us today. That my dad grew up in Jim Crow. He was, he didn't, he... Remember the Titans. Yeah, like, I mean, I would assume all of our parents Mm -hmm. were impacted by Jim Crow, even if they were small children. Mm. Like, Jim Crow movies, those aren't everywhere. And those were tons of lynching, tons of people not getting jobs. Like, we don't see those movies. We get these antiquated slave movies, but we don't get the realer, oh, see those cars? And then uh, they, like the old-timey cars, and then they went and lynched a bunch of black people. I thought I could tell you why. I thought I could tell you why right now. Because these movies right here, these slave movies, these people don't exist. Like, these people, like, these people, like, they're so far removed, they're not here. And they made a Jim Crow movie, that's somebody's grandfather. I mean, we talked That's about this. Grandma. We talked about this uh, with uh, Tales from the Hood. There's that picture of like the girl laughing at the guy burn, and and we were like, she's alive. She's that girl alive is right alive now. right now. You know, like like yeah, like I, there's right. Uh, so sorry, I'm just trying to no. Go ahead, get, you got to do, do it. We we you know we see him. What's the actress, the actress's name who plays the uh, his? Um, I, is that is that no? It's the I, wife. Uh, the from, wife. Uh, how to give a murder. Uh, sorry. I'm just. Is it uh, on? Uh, is her name Anjanu? Anjanu's the mom, right? No, Anjanu's the mom. Oh, Anjanu. who? Aja, by the way, Aja Naomi King. Aja Naomi King. She sees. He sees Aja Naomi King. She's like. She looks very obviously disheveled. Uh, I mean, I'm saying this because they they make it a point in the movie that she's like she looks messed up. But yeah, but she and, got clean and, up. and you know, Nat sees all the white you know uh, auctioneers. Uh, you know, eyeing her, and he's literally gla- grabbing their genitals. grabbing their yes. genitals, licking their lips, and he's like, "Uh oh, she gonna get raped." And so he is like, "Hey, master, you should buy her," you know. And he's like, uh, "As a gift, you know." And they're like, "Ah, I don't know, whatever." He talks him into it. So Sam buys this woman, brings her home, gets her cleaned up nice. She looks really beautiful. Oh, she attacks, she him, attacks at first. him at first. She attacks him at first. Attacks that at first when he gets him home. And then the mother and the grandmother kind of take her in, clean her up, and then present her beautifully to his sister, which treats Na- her uh, like Sam's a, sister. Treats her like she's a pet. Treats her like she's a present. Yeah. Like, she a, says, like, she a, says, like I got you a Game Boy. Yeah. She says, oh, thank you. so." Like, I no, she's looks, just, what I, I, just what I always want. Just what like I always that. wanted. That was also one of the most chilling moments in the movie. To for me, me, it was. I, to me, that was that scene and the and the and the and the little girl. I, that scene. It was, was the same scene. I was back like, to back. That, that was back to back. Right? back. It, well, no, it no, no, that's later. It was close, but but it still was like I was like, see, but this is but this is the other thing I'm talking about. Like, we don't need to always see the brutal violence to show the freaking horrific mental games that people are yeah. put in. How, like you're a human being, and somebody's like, "Oh my God, thank you so much! You got me this gift." He's talking about you. I'm, you about, know? To sh- I'm about to let me show you where such and such is at. Let me come here. Let me just take you. I'm gonna put good clothes on yeah. you. Yeah, like this is like a grown ass doll, basically to this. Mm-hmm. Yo, mm-hmm. Uh, and and the whole uh, time, she's silent and like as much. Uh, she be- she probably speaks ten lines in this movie. 
And that might be aside from the mom. That might be no. The she's lone. the yeah. She's the she's the like third biggest female mom. role. It's the it's the to mom be, and the grandma. I mean, I feel you like know, right. I mean, who her. has who has more lines than her and the mom? The mom might has then the, the gra- mom. So then, have. is it her? But the mom, including men, the mom, and then her, and then and then. But including men. Oh, too. well, it, and then no. Nate Parker. I mean, well, obviously Nate Parker. No, no, it's once, just Nate Parker. No, no, no. That, no, once it gets once it gets towards the movies, he ramped up. Freaking the the uh, Nat's right hand man. He doesn't Coleman, have a lot. Coleman of lines. Domingo does he's, not have a lot. He of starts lines. talking towards the end of that movie. I know he starts talking, yeah, but I'm just but saying he doesn't have a lot of. If we're if we were comparing like screen time and line by and line specifically, I think that. But he he also has more agency. I agree. Oh yeah, she is literally just there to it, have. It, it's right. not. It's my my whole point is it's agency. It's also agency and speaking lines. Like it's it's a perfect storm of like neither. Right. right. So like. The lines highlight how little agency she has. Right. I I don't think that she has that she doesn't have that many lines in this movie. I think she does. Because there's that scene. There's the scene with. uh, So they have a scene basically after this happens. After Nat Nat goes to his mom and his grandma and he's like, "Oh, thank you so much for cleaning her up," or "Thank you so much." They're like, "For what?" Like for making her look beautiful. And like, honey, she came into this world beautiful. Uh, And then we have the scene with him and her, and. I mean, this romance develops very quickly. <laughs> Basically, yeah. he already liked her from the auction block. They well, were, he saw her because she's an object to be conquered, right? And he decided that or object he to was, be rescued. Yeah, an object to be rescued for him, right? Not because she, <laughs> anyway. Like she shouldn't yeah. be sold to these white men, right? I want her, right? Yeah. No, uh, yeah. They can't have her. I, I, want I her. mean, and right. there's also Which, a, his, a history of wi- black women's bodies being up for auction for both black men and white men. So, like, I get upset because it's like, well, all right, I guess, I guess this is the bet, like, better. But you're still a thing, and it's like, of course, she should fall for him immediately. Like, they didn't give her a reason to fall for him. No, he was nice to her. That that that's what it came down to. They definitely like, didn't give. Her reason to fall for him. They didn't give him a reason to fall for her other than her physical body. Um, and I mean, I guess we could say that the reason that she fell for him was because he was like a leader in the community of slaves. Uh, and he was pursuing her. I mean, really, that's that's stupid. There's, yeah, yeah, no, that's stupid. That's the romance was. was not the romance was. I mean, did anybody feel. We could have cut did, it out. Did anybody completely. feel like the romance was affected them emotionally at all in any way? The, the only, no. Like, I mean, did any no. of those scenes? Did no, any of those like, scenes when, speak like, to you? Like when they were when they were talking. When he steals, when, they got when he steals the kiss. I don't feel anything. There, you know, there was one shot I did like though. Like I guess after they got married, and then because to me it's like I'm. Oh, I'm, when they were both naked. Yeah, because to me it's like that I actually wasn't that shit. I. I like it was. It, it's, to me. It's like especially when you see like how to get away with murder. I don't like you bring this show up, but Viola Davis is because she's on it. Yeah, I love Viola Davis. Uh, sorry, yes, and she's on it too. But it's like Viola Davis and her boyfriend on the show are both dark skinned black people, and they have sex. And to me, it's like it's a rarity in my life that I've seen two dark skinned bodies like seen in a sexual light together. Yeah, right. And it was done in like a moonlight. You did. You actually didn't see them have sex. It was just like they were kind of staring at each other. It was the, it was their wedding night. They're staring at each other. Moonlight's pouring in. You see them, you see them. They get like the tor- obviously just the torso. So you see her, all cast in shadow. All cast in shadow, but like very 
very art, very artistically kind of captured, and then the camera kind of uh, zooms in on candles that are sitting in the window, and it's raining as it's raining outside, and it's like two candles melting together to you know show the symbols, the uh, the symbolism, symbolism, they're doing it of the eternal flame. <laughs> they're and saying then, it. So yeah, and I, and then the other thing, I mean, we might as well continue this storyline now. Is that we see her. Uh, you know, going to fetch some water. Some slave catchers come up. It's the same dude, you know, who threatened, you know, his, threatened, papa. His, threatened his papa, threatened him, you know, was chasing after his papa, you know, asked her for paper. She's like, but this is the, pro- this is my master's property. I don't, I don't need papers. And you're like, are you, you know, trying to be smart with me? There are like four men around her. They close in on her. We cut away. We see Nat barge into Sam's room. I need a pass. I got to go see my wife. She's been hurt. We go and we see her and she's like brutal. Like, I it, mean. It was reminiscent of the photo of Emmett Till. Yeah. Her, I her, think that was done on purpose, her, right? I mean. I, it feels like feels it. feels like it was connected to that. Her face is unrecognizable. Unrecognizable. Like. And at that point, she. Yo. I, uh, my. I question why that was added into this. No, movie. I mean, and then why, and then, and then in the next. So here's the thing about that really so, got me was like in the next moment when he goes in to talk to her when she finally wakes up, the shot is on him talking to her. Her face is like not in it at all, which we've already established her face because we've is, seen is, her face is, and it's brutal. we've seen it for a second, and it is brutal. It's tough to watch, but if the but in, in my opinion. Right. If the if the if the reason that that you have this happen is because it's having a deep, horrible effect on him, then let's also mm-hmm. have a shot of her while she's while she's delivering this, while she's saying this scripture to him or whatever, you know, trying to talk to him. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't need to just see because then in the next in the, in like a scene or two later, he gets whipped, but we get to he gets all that FaceTime. During that whip, you know what I mean, like, like, right? But we don't see. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think you could. I think somebody could also argue that it would be gratuitous to continue to show her brutalized, yeah, face. I, I mean, uh, yeah, but if it's I, in there, I, I see that. And but yeah. like, then we, I feel like we skipped all over all the preaching where we see. We did, we did. I just, I was just carrying out her storyline. Yeah. So before this, before this rape has happened, um. Uh, he has Sam Sam Turner and the local pastor has uh, devised this plan for him to get more money by taking Nat and preaching to other slaves and on other plantations in the county because there is talks and fears of an insurrection of a rebellion you know blacks rising up and killing their owners uh, and, and also just slaves just not you know behaving properly so they're like maybe if your you know nigger preacher preaches to them they'll behave better and so we see you know kind of a little bit of a montage of him going around and preaching to other uh plantation owners they go to this one plantation where the people immediately you can tell this person is treating their slaves horrendously were like you know, worse than all the other The slaves. house is dark. It's like black wood that's yeah. made of the house. Um, and, you know, they go in and they're like, oh, something's wrong with one of these slaves. You know, 
also like this guy threatens he's like listen uh i don't care who he is if he says anything wrong steps out of line we'll kill him is that okay all right come on and then they go and they go into this like dark you know room there are two black men they have their chained up they got mouth guards on them one is refusing to eat he's he is conducting a peaceful protest uh uh you know uh and uh so he's like oh man he's refusing to eat you won't eat okay they take off his mouth guard they take a little you know pick and a hammer and they just bust all of his teeth out they literally destroy the entire man's teeth his mouth is filled with blood and teeth, and then they oh, put a funnel and they shove the food down. It's one of the most horrendous and gr- gross, grotesque scenes. They're, yeah, they're in a small room in a bar. They're in a small room, and Nat and Sam Turner are both watching this. Uh, and then he has to go preach like immediately after this. And it to and I will say, in terms of all the preaching scenes, this was the one that actually this was the one. If if he was to get nominated for an Oscar, which I don't think he should, but if he was to get nominated for an Oscar, That's the scene. this is the scene. Yeah. He starts preaching, and he is he's preaching straight from the Bible. Uh, you know, uh, talking about you know the, the the righteous hand of God will be with you. You know, the oppressor will, you know, God will d- slay your oppressors and all this stuff. Uh, and he preaches with this passion. That you see all of these slaves who were so dejected, so downcast, so beaten and broken, their spirits are lifted, and at the end they're like raising their hands, shouting That's hallelujah. A good scene. So what what I like about this scene, what I really like about this scene is we've seen several scenes of him preaching at this point, and he's been told like specific scripture that he right. that he has to deliver. And it's right. all like obey your master and you'll be you know. Right. And just so if I can real quick real quick, like because I am a Christian and I and and I read the Bible. Uh, the, the 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 verses that they're talking about, which are clearly definitely used in, by slaves all the time, slave owners all the time, is I believe it's Peter. I think it's yeah, Peter. Yeah, Peter 2.18. Uh, and, and Peter is basically preaching to the Christians of that time zone because in the Roman period, their people were slaves. And he is saying, he is saying, preaching to everyone, do good and be good to people who are not being good to you which also included slaves, just obey your masters, not just the ones that are good to you, but also the ones who are harsh to you, for that is the mission of Christ. The idea being, when Jesus was on this earth, he was, you know, he is Lord over everything, and yet people persecuted him, beat him, put him on the cross, and when he was on the cross, he said, forgive them, for they do not know what they do. It is in no way justifying slavery. It's not saying slave it, slavery is good or that people should be slaves it's specifically speaking to people to be better than uh, the people who right. yeah, yeah, yeah yeah and go ahead no i was going to say i actually had the hardest time watching this personally like cuz as somebody who doesn't necessarily identify as a christian i it concerned me because the indoctrination of black people into using christian using the bible to submit like and the number of times uh christianity has been i feel like used to manipulate black populations like it really be that that like i'm getting emotional because it became hard to watch because for me i saw all those scenes as a manipulation of the word to manipulate black identity and bodies and i 
like there's part of me who still questions how much of that that legacy still exists in the black culture. So I found that so hard to watch. Yeah, I I I, I uh, wasn't as affected by it, but I felt the same way. Um, like I like I I I I always replay that scene from from. Uh, I'm a start in my head when uh, when the guy uh, when one slave is talking to J- what's his, how do I say his name? J- Jum- uh, uh, <laughs> you know, everybody knows what I'm talking about. He's making mess it up. D I J O N. What is it? Uh, uh, um, but but there's in the scene where he just sort of says like you know like you know we had we have the people who we look look up to, but I look at this man and he rose and did blah blah, blah right like and like that helped him to that helped him to understand like oh. We need to be out of this. We need to be better than this, like this guy was. And I, but but throughout the movie, I kept thinking about that specifically. Like I used to uh, be a Christian when I grew up, when I grew up Christian, and I and I now don't necessarily follow or practice. Uh, but I think about like how like we as a people had our way of life and our way of you know of thing and 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 specifically in this movie, he says like we were told. X, Y, and Z, but then for for X, Y, and Z, there's A, B, and C. Later that on, yeah, di- that tells different, you know, and uh, and I that was really powerful for me. And this this sequence of scenes leading up to this particular moment, I think the reason that moment was so strong was because I I was angry at him. Like, why is he not preaching? Why is he not doing what a preacher would do? Which is like. Uh, uh, this is what I feel called or compelled to speak to this body of people. But he wasn't allowed. But he to. wasn't allowed to. Yeah. But then, but then the the in the moment. slavers in that moment made the mistake of saying, don't, "I don't care what he says, as long as he's preaching the word." And and they get on board. You know and what I mean? They said, like, "I don't care how that, good he is." They, 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 they said, yeah. "But that's what they said." And he can say, "So long as." And they said, "Like though, so long as he's saying the word." Right. But they also, but they also said, and this one thing we did skip when that when that main slave guy is walking him back, he was like, "And if you guys have a problem with how we run things, how we do things, and what you want to say, don't come past this step, or I will shoot you dead." Like, yeah, yeah, no, like yeah. He I makes it, he makes it very adamant. Like, if this goes south, I feel like he was gonna kill Sam too. But I think, and the thing is, once their spirits were raised, I think they were like, oh, cool, you're doing the thing. So basically, we, we cut to, this is working out, Sam is getting making money, so now he's going to hold a big dinner to show off all of the money and the fact that the Turner name has been restored. And this is kind of where Sam goes bad, if you would. Because uh, he really needs this. Because he really needs this. And, uh, and so, you know, he has this thing, and at the... At the party, after the festivities are over, one of the guests requests, you know, Gabrielle Union. First off, he grabs, like, at the dinner table. Grabs her. He grabs her thigh at the dinner yeah. table. Yeah, and says something like meat, like blah, blah, blah. And yeah. then and then he's, and then he, so he's requested that person. So Sam has okayed Gabrielle Union to be raped. And, and I will say, man, I really wish that other rape scene wasn't in this movie because this scene I guess there there were no you didn't see rape happen in this film. I will say this scene did personally affect affect me like emotionally, and uh, I and it is sad. It's very sad that the I I also noticed that Gabrielle Union didn't speak and it was silent and that didn't feel right. And at the same time, as a man. As a person who is supposed to be the husband, and as a husband, 
you are protect you are the protector you know and i know that's like that plays into gender roles but the, the fact of the matter is like men are physically stronger usually than the woman that they are with and so i know for me it was like to be a person who this is the person that you love and respect and treasure and that person now is f- being forced to go and get raped by another person and you literally cannot do anything about it and you are physically unable and you are just completely you know what i mean like stripped of the role of protector you are no longer protecting this person i w- like both of those and then her coming out and gabrielle union's clear like distraught and the fact that she was been completely violated like both of those things occurring at the same time was so like horrific to me that i was like oh my god like it was a very powerful, disturbing, very sad moment. It's interesting because I had almost the opposite effect. I was instantly pissed off because I was like, I didn't like it is. And I, I agree with that as a man. But like for some reason, seeing it and, and leading up to it, you kind of knew what was happening. Like, like all of a sudden, like Nat is at the door and he's like, no, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this to watch three dudes discuss what is about to happen to this woman, right? And the main fact, so there's three dudes right here, and then in the house is two guys. It's Sam and then whatever guy that wants um, his wife, who we still don't know her name, because um, I think they barely said it even in this scene. It's like she comes out. We don't see her. We don't, like, does right. she know what's about to happen? What is she feeling? What is going on? Is anybody, is there any females with her trying to comfort her? Like, when she walks out, what is going on? When she comes back, are her friends not waiting for her? Do we see the uh, we see the shot, right? We see the shot of um, Gabrielle Union. Then we cut back to the shot of her husband and then Nat and the other guy standing behind her. And then we see the rage in this guy's face. And then he hugs her. We don't cut back to Gabrielle Union. I get it. This man is affected. Fuck this guy. Fuck all of them. How does she feel? N- like, this movie has had two super dramatic rape scenes and we still don't know how the women feel about it. At no point do they discuss it because the mom doesn't because discuss Nate it. Because Nate Parker was like, "I'm about to have a scene." Man, fuck where I, that, <laughs> no, man. no, I mean, fuck no, that. we see this movie. Exactly. I mean, I mean, it's the, it's, exactly. I mean, Show me them. Why are we surprised the same misogyny that exists in Hollywood? Mm-hmm. Yeah, would infiltrate this? Wouldn't infiltrate this movie? Yeah. We don't care about women when they're sexually assaulted. We use it for good emotional drama manipulation because I do think. I would have personally, I would have loved to see her face. Like, they didn't show us Yeah, Well, they showed her face when she came out. No, but we didn't see her entering. We didn't see her entering, yeah. We didn't see her deal with it. Before and after. We, we didn't we see. We just saw her after. We saw people talk about her. Yeah. We could have, we, and we could have even done that and honored the silence piece. But we didn't see her as a black woman Going to face a huge challenge and then being changed by it. Yeah, no, we I, didn't. We didn't see it, so I didn't have that feeling for her. She was an object in that moment for me because we didn't give her her humanity in that hor- horrific moment. We saw the humanity of the men who were talking about it, who were bartering for her, but we didn't see her humanity. And that's the thing that I'm like, that's same old Hollywood shit. We see women used and their sexuality as tools. We see them raped as great plot devices, but we don't deal with the emotional consequence of their existence. And that film 
And that moment, that's where it failed me. Because I understand Gabrielle Union's choice, but the film failed her as an actor and yeah. it failed the character. Especially because especially because she had no character before the scene. No, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know in fact, who I, she is. The only, I only remember her. <laughs> I mean, right? Yeah. Well, I, she just married. You saw her marriage scene. Yeah, that's it. You saw She got married and then she got raped. And for the most part, those... Those moments happen from afar. Like, yeah, we see like her up and up close of her spinning around. Yeah, and and smiling. But it's like, oh wow, Gabrielle Union's really pretty. But so much of that is so much of that is 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 background. It feels like it feels like back. Then when she comes out of the house, it's it's literally shot from their POV of her of her walking out of the house, like from where they're standing. Like even when Keisha said the male gaze. Like imagine what Keisha said. Imagine how powerful would have been. Just to see her walk up the steps. Yeah. What greeted what greeted her when she walked in the door of the house? Yeah. Was Sam there? Was the guy waiting at the door? Imagine what it was like. And we could have just seen her enter the room, door shut, and then her come out. Just see exactly. What would her body like physically what would have changed in her? What would the emotions have been like? We don't know because we didn't give a fuck. At no point did this movie give a fuck. It's supposed I'm supposed to give a I'm supposed to care about this dude who's supposed to care about black people and why? Why does he care about black people? What gives him the Cause, right? Because literally, well, the because mo- his his wife was raped, and now he feels emotionally yeah, no, invested. Literally, in it, right? the movie is a string of like Man, when can when can it really feels like this? And this is a this is the it legit is a feeling it that is a I string had. Of, string of, of when is Nate Parker gonna have a cry, like a tear go down his? Do you know yep. what I mean? Like, well, like, it, it was it was like it, there was like a string of events. These were two of them. They weren't the only ones. It was like the the guy again. We see him looking at the little girl with the neck, blah blah blah. Seeing a man hung, uh, you know, he sees he sees it, and it's like bu- it's like a building, I guess. This actually wasn't even the last moment. Uh, what was the last no. straw? Oh, the last straw is him getting whipped. Yeah, so the last, last straw is him baptized. He baptizes a white man. Uh, he knew he wasn't supposed to. Wasn't supposed to. He knew he was going to get in trouble for it. He does it anyway. We don't know who this white man is. Nope. The white man never comes seen out of before. nowhere. Never I seen him was again. so confused because he looked like he looked like the preacher. Looked like the preacher. Yeah, yeah. I, I but feel, he wasn't. And and then I got mad because I was like, "That's bad casting." It was. <laughs> no, it was bad casting. You had no idea who this dude was. He came out of freaking nowhere, and we had no reason. We to don't Im- know. We don't even know why Nat is so. Adamant about baptizing Literally the him. whole movie, I wanted him to be a more um, uh, a more devout preacher. Like I, I wanted, so him, wanted that. Like I, I wanted that more and more. Starving for the preaching, and, and it had it, 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 and especially because and like the a, visions, the visions yeah. were the visions were weird. The visions yeah. were very short, and and they were mostly him in the field, him at, like with the African paint, uh, looking at a sun, and I, I, none of it was. We didn't see God talk to him. We didn't right. hear which, which is what he's which, which is what he's what he historically said. the battle of Nate Park uh, 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 Nat Turner is the struggle between him and his 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 religion his belief. The fight is the fact that like he wants to avenge the people like his people black people, but that is not what at first a Christian man should do. He shouldn't kill another person. So that is the battle. He goes with it because he has a vision and he speaks to God. Not because his wife, I mean, again, maybe his wife was raped, but that wasn't a part of like what the history books That say. was not the primate, that yeah. was not the main thing and compelling like, him. No, but it's a great plot device. But yeah. you don't need to do that, man. Like you could just have, I, yeah, yeah I 100%. Sorry, this, this, the thing that happened in this movie just makes me so fucking mad. And the fact that people pray, like coming out of Sunday, this movie was praised. This movie got a standing ovation. And for what? 
For what? Because this movie, you know what it is? This movie is a bit. This movie is a bit in a Chris Rock movie. This is a movie in top five. He made a movie where the fucking black but the dude Chris kills Rock it. movie would. I would have rather seen that. movie. I would rather seen it. That movie was yeah. just people killing people. <laughs> but but I'm saying, but this is like this is this is like a plot. You so this movie was publicized for being like the movie where black people come back and fight. They don't fucking fight nobody for real in this movie. No. This movie is a. This movie may have been more of a stereotypical black slave movie than when white people do it. Fuck yeah. this movie. Who is he trying to please? Who who was this movie made for? Him. It was made for him. It was made for him. It was made for him. I mean, he doesn't so deny white that people it was could made for him. Right. Yeah, no, exactly. He, exactly. You know he doesn't deny that it was made for him. He I think I do believe that in his heart he feels that this movie is also relevant to the time and speaking to Yes, blah, blah, blah. which is which is also why like and I and I wanted to say because we're almost there. I agree that I wanted more out of the rebellion. I was just shocked that when it happened, I was like, whew, now so it's basically, finally happening. Basically, happened. let's you get into I mean? it, right? Like, so this happens. He baptizes the white man. The, you know, his owner's like, what are you doing? Nobody's going to let you preach anymore because you baptized this white person. So he basically has this uh, v- uh, verses match, like biblical shout, shout off, which I was really it. cool. They, they, uh, they, I enjoyed that. that I was, did no, enjoy I definitely that. enjoyed yeah. that. Like, yeah. I wish there was more of that in the movie. Anyway, yeah. But yeah, basically, he, the guy's like, he's like, he's like, look, I'm a servant of God, and he's like, yes, but the you you need to obey the Holy Spirit, and he's like, uh, he's like, beware false prophets. Like <laughs> they, they have this amazing ver- verse off. When he says, beware false prophets, he gets slapped. They're like, chain him up, whip him. He gets whipped. He he endures the whipping. He stands up as a sign of protest, like, you can't break me. Um, you know, uh, what, whatever. I, that This whole part was too long. Not just the actual whipping, but the aftermath of it was like, are you okay? And then they showed him getting patched up, and then he was fainted, and then he leaves, and then he comes back, and his grandma's dead now, and... Uh, I, and there was a, the candle thing. And there was a candle yeah. thing, and there was like right, which a, is another like, flash what? thing or whatever the flip. And, and the then, candle thing, I felt like, if, was supposed to mean something, but didn't. And, right. And, and, yeah. and, and even, I can't even yeah. say that the whipping was the main thing, because then it seemed like time passed after the whipping happened. And there, it, all of a sudden, this movie felt like it was coming, uh, like about to reach the rebellion, and then it waited, a l- it lulled a little bit again. And then all of a sudden... I honestly don't remember what the final thing was. I just remember them in the woods, and he's like, "All right, uh, I think we're gonna rebel." Well, it wasn't. Yeah. Like, it wasn't a okay. grand thing. It was like his 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 grandmother died, his grandmother died, and then he like what literally happened? Was it the grandmother's? Death? I think the grandmother's. I think it was the grandmother's. Death. Death. But then, uh, but, but, but also, I think it. I think it. I mean, obviously, a rebellion would be in secret, so he would have to sneak out to do it anyway. But I think the idea was supposed to be like right after he was whipped, they were like, you know, you can't preach anymore. And you and you can't go off with a group of people anymore. Like, well, not for a while. And I th- so I think that the only reason they meandered that was just to give right. us. So sense. none of this is true, by the way. The actual Nat Turner actually wasn't even at the Turner Farm anymore. He was oh. actually sold in, to another sl- family. Yeah, there was a p- period of time where he ran away for thirty days. He came back because God told him to, and so he started replanning the rebellion. Probably. In, I think they said in February, and they actually commenced in August. So we didn't see any of that. What we did see was a very short scene where he has a couple of the slaves. He's like, he's like, gather the slaves around. 
we're going to have a meeting tonight. And the guy's like, great. And so there's like five men. Also, one of them some is a of those, boy. Also, some of those two slaves, the, the boy and the one with the scar, it's from the, the plantation. The other plantation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Which I don't, know they, how they, I don't know how that happened. The fact that just slaves can just, oh, okay. Oh, whatever. No, anyway. yeah. And, and I mean, it happened. I think, well, that's. That's but they, but that's the thing is they don't they don't they didn't show the planning of it they didn't show the, that would have been so secret. cool like yeah. like showing how how do you and you how know how you it was? cross planta- plantation speak to people I was and you know how yeah. they did so curious about that. that in real life apparently they use slave songs to communicate things yeah how cool is that how did you not put that in this movie and and I didn't free know that. and free and how people smart were, is that you know what I'm saying like that, they didn't show that, that's that's the thing that that really that really shook me about this movie was like you actually didn't show the intelligence yeah. of Nat Turner. Yeah. Well or or how black people were being smart. Right. And That's- like here's the thing. In my mind, what I wanted was a badass slave spy movie. Yeah. 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 Like that's, yeah. that's the coming t- together and the planning of it and the, yeah. With a I'll, little bit of super ha- powers of seeing I know. the future. Did we say, like, that's what, that's it. We said this about, I think yeah. we said that yeah. same thing about Django, right? They're like, couldn't Django have been a really cool. Slave? Yeah, we definitely said he could right? have been like the, 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 the been cool with the plan. And, yes, Which, and at least Django, at least there was a little bit more. Right. At least I there mean, was a little bit more. Honestly, but even comparison, still, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. So basically, they have this little meeting. Oh, whatever. We're gonna we're gonna rebel. Okay. Great. Uh, but what about the white people? There are more of them, and they have guns. Other slaves will join us. We'll go to Jerusalem. They have guns there. We'll wait for a sign. Okay. Great. So they're in the field. A solar eclipse happens. This is this is real. First of all, can I say one thing as you're talking about the scene? His the Gabriel Union's husband, like uh, Nat's number two was so funny in this movie to me because he was just ready. He was already like, ready. He was, oh, like, they yeah, all like, were. They were just like, like yeah. mm-hmm. even, even before this, so like when... when I yeah. feel like they yeah, could have... like, now? He's like, yeah. no, no, no. Like, I when, feel like yo. they could have mined the comedy so much harder yeah. being like, yeah, let's do this yo, shit. He, he was... He, the thing is, this movie did have a couple of like comedic moments they were trying to do, which I thought was interesting. But like, when my man... But just going back, before Nat gets beat, like when they're like, when he's having like the, 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 the scripture battle, they, they beat him and hit him to the ground my man grabs a piece of wood, yeah. and that's like, nah, 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 nah. He was ready. This, he is was ready. Pre, this, this is pre-discussion pre of the rebellion. Pre any discussion of the rebellion. I love like, that. The discussion, my man, the clips happens. The shot is on that the whole time. All of a sudden, the camera pans out. My man is looking at that with two bags of cotton like, we good? We, is it now? We going to kill some white people? My man was ready that whole movie. He was ready the whole movie. I... He wanted to die. I mean, he wanted to go out killing white he, folks. He was, yeah. he was, he was ready. Ready to go uh, out yeah. white folk. Well, yeah. now that—that's the one character I was like, I get that metaphor nowadays. Like, like that was the character who I'm like, okay, I get what you're trying to say. I, I get it, bro. You—you <laughs> you ready? Like, dude, the shot. Keisha, we saw this movie. The shot of my man in the field holding those bags of cotton, yo. When the when the when the camera got to him, you heard people just go nuts. It was like. Oh, he's not ready. Oh, my yeah. My man was he's staring like, at him, though. Oh, they, you guys saw it in Harlem. We saw oh, it in yeah. Harlem, Great. bro. You saw it in Harlem. So, so many black people are like, kill white I, people. I, I think I had to pee at this point. Oh, no. Oh, And no. I remember checking my... <laughs> you got to check my clock, and it was... Uh, there was only 25 minutes left in the film. Nobody has died yet. And I was like, what the flip? Yeah, oh, you're like, yeah. there's no belly. So I had to pee, so I ran, I ran out. I peed real quick. I think I peed at the part where the other guy, the... House slave, slave yeah. Rogers, like, Rogers was telling Smith him again, like love yeah, God love 
right? That's oh, what yeah. Tessa told me, right? Yeah. Like he said, God is love. God's also a, a god of love. He's like, I heard what you want to do. I heard what you want to do. You know that guy. That guy's great. He was in Dope. He was I, in Dope. Now such a I really like Spike Lee guy. He's always in Spike Lee movies. I, I really like that scene that he had. Him delivering that in a way like I I liked. I liked this in a way that I appreciated more than uh, than uh, Samuel Jackson's character in in Django. Yes. Oh, because like, he's not a he's not a. He, he was so like he was he's so in the, he's just in like the, he's in the brotherhood, right? He, yeah. But he was he just like he was fellow. just like, you know, we are definitely alive if we do that. You know what I mean? Like he it was, was scared so, for everybody. It was such a like. I mean, he's right. He yeah, was scared for yeah. Everybody. He was. He was right. And then he like, was oh, right. he oh. was right. I really, when I, I really you are like all that dead. Too. Once yeah. this happens, you're all dead. I was like, Period. yeah. Not, you're not going to win, but you're going to kill us. And, and the, uh, the only reason that I liked it was because I was so ready for the rebellion to happen that like just to hear someone say that as well was just like, okay, yeah. That, because I mean, that guy was absolutely right. Like, yeah. I mean, he like even after like, you know, as we know, and John said earlier, like when the rebellion ends, they killed two hundred and something black. Yeah, people. they killed. Yeah. they killed people. Every had male, nothing to do. Every male, all the males. And he, and he specifically said, like, he was like, "We're dead. We're dead anyway." Yep. But now you've killed all, all of, of us, and it was just like, oh, oh, man. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah. Well, and I just liked it because I leaned over to draw. I was like. That man looks like my grandpa. Yeah, you did. You definitely <laughs> he, did. No one ever thinks that like my grandpa's like that light, but like my grandpa, like he looked. I was like, Grandpa, yo, tell tell us about kindness, you house slave. <laughs> I mean, God. And, uh, Did we have we got to the rebellion? No, no that's what I'm saying. No, I, I told you, I checked my phone. Is, it was twenty. There was still twenty five minutes. That left. scene that I was talking about is no after the rebellion is like after the rebellion has begun. But no, we that haven't scene, officially literally gotten to after it. that scene. <laughs> They're like, okay, it's here. They go, you know, the first thing that we see is Nat Turner killing Sam. Yeah. Uh, it's a weird scene. I don't know. It, first off, he doesn't even, when he kills Sam, first off, like John, like you said, they set this up like this was his friend, right? My man. Kind of, yeah. They did in the beginning I mean, well, and then they didn't of, follow through. But there was like, even, even if my friend turns into an evil person, like I have a friend who was locked up, like we ain't that cool. But if I yeah. had to like be in a situation where I had to go against this dude, I'm gonna feel some type of hesitation or like Yeah. And, uh, in, the, in, in Nat Turner's real confession, he stated that he could not kill his master. Yeah. Again, it wasn't Sam Turner, it was another guy. Uh. But he he went to kill his master, he couldn't do it, his right hand man killed him. Yeah. Mm. I don't know why Show they would me take that, that out no, of the movie. Show me that. I read that too. Why didn't they take but that the, out of the movie? The reason that I think they why? took it out yeah. of the movie is because the only person he claims to kill is a woman. Is a woman. It's true. And in the movie, Hope, we don't... Who claims to kill? Nat the only Turner person said Nat the Turner, only person he actually he, killed was his woman. He admits to killing at the, start of the, at the start of the rebellion is a, a woman in, the, in his... In and he said he didn't kill anybody country. else. He didn't kill anybody else. Uh, in real life. In real life. In... But it's not – it is someone else writing his account. It's not uh, something okay. that he wrote. Uh, but the, but the, but, so this was a, th- a problem in, a, in omission, a, uh, an artist uh, – artistic license that they took yeah. that I didn't like. So throughout the movie, they're showing the mother figure, the, the, uh, Sam, Sam, mom. Sam's mom, yeah, as like – she's woman. like just very passive – you know, she looks but like, like she's but about to cry all the time. All the all time the because time. she thinks it's wrong. She's always wanted to train him or whatever. You know, she's always she thinks slavery. She is thinks wrong, slavery maybe. is wrong. Blah blah, blah whatever, whatever. I don't know. You know, but it feels like they're trying to to hit that home. We want to feel that way about this woman. But then in the actual rebellion, they killed everybody. Any man, woman, and child. Man, woman, and child. 
Yeah. They killed a baby. It, they killed a baby. They go back for a baby. They go back to kill a baby. But in the movie, it seems like the and we talked about this up top, but I didn't want to talk about and it. Hold on. In real life, they go back. Yeah. In, in, the the real, real, in, in real, real life, life, they go back. They for slaughtered a baby. everybody in the house. They left a baby. They left, and then they were like, "Now nah, we actually got to kill that baby." Uh, but again, but again, but I will say this again. This is a uh, another person telling his account, right? right. And so now we have other people telling his account too now, right? But specifically trying to paint him to be to be a trying to paint him to be a good person. Well, they're writing down as things the leader, that he said, right? But as the lead, yeah, they're writing okay. out things that he said. Yeah. They are writing out things that he said. Yes. Yeah, yeah. But in this movie, they kind of like in order to make him seem like even I guess quote unquote better than he was, they don't yeah. show him killing everybody. But but I don't know. It feels like they they like skimped on the well, on the rebellion. The rebellion. They pretty much only show them killing Two people, mostly right? men. And yeah, I think maybe men. one. Maybe they killed one woman. When? No, not really. But that's the, the, I, I feel like so. they showed they showed them actually leaving women and children alive. Yeah, and so and so the thing is, my the reason why I have an issue with that is not only did that not is that not what happened, but you know. It, it continues to perpetuate this idea that, like, well, they were good, so they weren't. You know what I mean? Like, we didn't kill them because they were the good ones. But it's like versus no. versus this was an ugly time in yeah, American yeah, history exactly. where people were driven to the acts of like, I'm going to kill that baby because that baby might grow up and murder me. Exactly. Like, yeah. 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 It's also, like, also, just so you know, it, because of all the biblical stuff that he was getting, which was all Old Testament stuff about about like coming up and taking the sword. In the Bible, they're like, for instance, Saul, who was the the king before David. David is very famous, right? Biblical figure. The reason that Saul lost favor with the Lord is because God told him to go and kill these people. And he says, kill all of them. Man, woman, child, cattle. Every I don't want anything left alive. And Saul kept some of the women and children alive. And God lost favor with them because of the disobedience of that. So think about that in that context. I feel like Nat Turner would have preached to the people, we have to kill everybody. You cannot spare anyone. Right. And so the brutality of these these slaves rising up and destroying everyone in the household doesn't matter if you're a child, doesn't matter if you're a woman. Yeah, it, it is was, a powerful image that I, exactly. not yeah. in the I film mean, and it's is like weird. Yeah. I don't want to sound like I'm like, yo, but you're gonna everybody put rape in the film? Should have exactly, exactly, but exactly. 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 It's not and, 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 you know, it, like it, well, I'm not saying I, we need to be going around killing everybody, but, but it's that's the what selective that's what it's that's the what selective brutality yeah. that yeah. we're emitting. Yeah. Right. Like we're being well uh, be selectively brutal towards black bodies, but we won't show the fact that black bodies in that moment were brutal because that that's the options. Right, and if right. we're going to tell that history, we should now look at that moment in history and be like, what would drive a human to kill man, woman, child, mm-hmm. baby, and show that so yeah. we can therefore have the catharsis, the, the moment where we like start to ask ourselves, how were we this cruel? Yeah. Right. yeah. I keep thinking about, and this is probably a tangent that's unnecessary, but I keep thinking about Passion of the Ooh. Christ uh, as we talk about this. Yeah. Because I just, just remember this all the stuff. This is by far our longest episode. But I, that's okay. But, it was going keep, to be. But I keep thinking about how, like, when that movie came out, you know, and at that time, I was, I was very deep in the religion. So uh, uh, when that movie came out, people are like, you know, this movie shouldn't be made. Like, why? Like, why are they, why are they being so graphic? Blah, blah, blah. And the, and the reason behind it was, like, this is what it was. 
we're going to show this. Right. The crucifixion is like 45 straight minutes or whatever, right? right. <laughs> like, I'm just yeah. that. And and I feel like if the reason behind making this movie is like, we need to, we want to show what really happened, we want to really get down to the meat of it, I feel like spe- to, yeah. to, to, to not show that is yes. doing a this disservice. This is the first, like, slave movie, if you will, made by an American, African-American, period. And to me, like, when I, when I was thinking, the real, the real reason I was, like, didn't want to see this movie, because I felt like, as a black man growing up in America right now, I would, if I was to make this movie, I would show you what our experience is, right? Like, I would show you what pushes people to do certain things. What, like, what drives you? What affects you? Like, if you're gonna, for instance, if you're gonna show women be abused, if you're gonna show men get whipped, make people feel it. Make it so that it's so bad that when this rebellion happens, when you do these brutal things, people almost question, hey, maybe that was okay. Yeah. Have, have you ever seen Sam Kaffa? Has anyone here? No. I'm going to Google that right now. See, Sam, it, it's an uh, arty film about slavery that's, it definitely gets magical. Let me tell you that right now, but it's very. Sam what? Sam Kaffa. I would have just, I, anyway, I mean, we all could have said what we would have done. <laughs> yeah. uh, so basically, they start killing people. Uh, you know, it's very, very small montage of them going from house to house, killing, ki- killing people. They finally get to the house of the the worst slave owner, and you know, the, one of the dudes is like, "Can I do it?" He goes inside. You hear, "Ah!" The guy runs outside, and as he's running outside, he sees all the black men on the horses. He turns around, but by the time he turns around, this other dude has already caught up to him and just slashes him. It was. Possibly the best death in the entire film. I mean, uh, he basically, <laughs> basically clotheslined him. He with just clotheslined him with a knife. With a knife. With a machete, machete, yeah, machete or something. Yeah, machete. It was just like, uh, But then after that happens, they're like, where's the kid? So the kid that was with him has gone to tell his master, you know, there are black people rising up, rebelling, killing white folk. So all of a sudden they start getting shot. You know, Which also they, did not happen. They, they dispersed. Weren't, they, weren't back. They, weren't, um, they weren't betrayed by a kid. Just right, yeah, yeah. They just—they weren't betrayed by a kid, though. There have been reports of black slaves hiding their white masters. Oh, that being said, it was a weird. It was weird because there was no motivation for that kid to do it. They didn't explain it at all. And then they also try to tie him in at the end. Which anyway, we'll talk about that. So really quickly, they so they kind of disperse. They they retreat, but then they like I don't know. Go to sleep, I guess, and they all wake up at five a.m. in the morning yeah, for no what? reason. Uh, <laughs> what? And then happens? they're like, and then, uh, who knows what where they were? They're just like, they they're just like, they, they retreated. <laughs> they retreated, and then they're like, and then it's like, oh, it's five a.m. and they're like, right now I would be doing this, I would be doing that. It's like, not today, not today. We're free. All right, to Jerusalem, and then they get to Jerusalem, and I don't know. I guess they had no plan for this. They just decided to just stroll up. All- on there and of course a bunch of white people come out i mean they slept <laughs> they they had time they knew you were coming uh they come out they have like a, a colonial line of like all right we're here with our axes and our pitchforks and our knives all the white folk have guns they start charging i mean the charge looks cool it doesn't make sense I thought that's how the movie was going to end i thought it was going to end just with them like well, just them getting murdered right yeah. right there yeah, and you're me, like okay I-, I guess they're gonna get murdered that that felt like it would have been a satisfying ending. Right. Yeah. I thought and it was really uh, but that doesn't happen. Apparently, all of those white people were terrible shots because, like, maybe four people go down. Well, well, well also don't forget this is the t- <laughs> well. Also, don't forget this is the time because once they took their once the people with guns, the white people took their first shot. 
by the time it would have been time for them to reload, the blacks would have made it to them. Because yeah. this is the time, you know, it wasn't like the the automatics and whatever. Yeah, so they, they weren't automatics. I mean, I'm not saying, I'm not, I mean, they probably would have got two shots off. They I think they would have got, got two shots. Also, like, it was just weird that, like, I felt like only four people, whatever. Anyway, so they yeah. have a fight and they win this battle. Uh, Nat, Nat Turner finally kills, you know, the big bad white guy who's been there. He was there at his wife's rape. He was his there dad, at his dad. dad. And now he's here again at this final battle. He kills him. And then they're like, built that guy up, really. I mean, it was very, it was a little bit sloppy. Ca- all, all the character Not development sloppy, was like, uh. It was, yeah. Anyway, so it felt kind of shoehorned in. And then they come and they finally get to the guns and they open up all where all the guns are, but there are stones in there. I guess the the British, the British, the British. It's the it's the it's the Confederate Confederate Army. Well, anyway, it's just the militia, probably, right? <laughs> yeah. So the local army is there. I don't know why they didn't help kill them before, but I guess they decided to just set this trap so that they would think that they won, and then go, yeah. "Oh no, we didn't win." I mean, it was the most clearly set up for a cinematic reveal they had a but cannon, made no bro. logical sense they had a cannon. so then you know they all get shot up and then they get the cannon gets blown and then somehow nat escapes he just and, walks out the, and, he just and, runs out the back and his friend who wanted to get like die the whole time who was down to kill white people finally dies he dies yeah. he like and, runs out and he knows he's gonna get killed he gets shot up no no that's not even him the one with the scar runs out gets shot up the other friend who's with him the whole time happens to like. Oh, he's just there. He, the, the 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 cannon gets a piece of Get wood. A piece in his of neck. And Ugh. then uh, so Nat uh, runs away. We have this weird scene with him and his wife. I mean, I felt like it was weird. Well, basically yeah, that scene, that scene was her. only to you tell him. That scene was basically to set up him having to turn himself in. She said they're killing everybody, all the men. They're going to keep right. doing it until you turn yourself. And they in. have right. the. That's when they have the strange fruit. That song. song. Is, that song is yeah. Just so again, song is reality check. Nat Turner actually didn't turn himself in. He was discovered. He was captured. He yeah. was captured. Because he did get betrayed, right? Wasn't that the thing? Like he did, or did they just like how did he like he? Somebody found him. They just found him. The, uh, some a person, a white man, found him uh, hiding. Uh, two months later, or a month or two months later, yeah. Because um, they had a very detailed description of what he looked like. Oh, really? Like very detailed. <laughs> yeah, I read the I read the yeah. warrant. I was like, "Holy crap!" Yeah, they like describe his height, his build, his hair, his, his hair, skin tone, his skin tone, his nose, all like bruises, like like marks that would be on his body, like so much stuff. Oh wow! Anyway, so they found him. That would have been great to see. But anyway, they show him. I guess they again they wanted this messianic. It, it does. I mean, the more we talk about it, the more I'm like, "Wow, Nate Turner, you really did make this film about you." And more so Nate than Parker. about they made, he made it he made it he made Parker, it his brave yeah. wolf i mean his um braveheart right but yeah. it didn't feel but it doesn't feel like that at it, least to me it did it didn't but that's so he it comes is. and walks in and, and yeah they punch him they beat him and the thing is the only reason that's a very scary shot for sure of all the white people well, like ah, like the you white so interesting anger about that shot is that shot there was a there was a um there was a photo released recently uh People who are in the politics, John, you might remember his name, but um, that 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 sheriff, that 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 Donald Trump surrogate, the sheriff or whatever, oh, uh, yeah. the black guy who like, so yeah. he tweeted out a photo recently about like how like soft everybody is, like whatever. It's time, and he says everyone's really soft, and he tweeted out it's time to get the pitchforks and whatever the fuck, and it's a photo of just like crazed people holding like pitchforks and screaming, right? And then I watched the thirteenth, and in the thirteenth, you see from Trump rallies recently 
white people as like blacks are like walking and being escorted out, just like punching them as they're leaving. And this that's a shot from this year. There's yeah. literally a guy who's being escorted out. He's going up the steps, and this older white older white man, white man who's maybe sixty five, <laughs> comes and just clocks him as he's leaving, and then someone else attacks him, and he's just walking up. In this shot, that's supposed to be from what 1805, 18 whatever. I think 1830s, 1830s at this point. Yeah, this is still happening. Like literally, th- there's footage right now of people at Trump rallies, pregnant. There's a, 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 yeah, a it's bit of a world rage, just rage for what? White rage for what, man? White well, rage. for a man who killed their. I mean, I'm talking about like even now, it's like all of this happens because just a skin tone, yo. But the, yeah. but it's uh, but it's the building up of it's like putting black people in a situation in which. In which it is humanly logical for them to rebel, for them to lash out because of the amount of violence and oppression that you've placed on them. And then once they lash out, then you lash back at them even harder and say that they're animals. Uh, well, ha- yeah, well, it just makes me think it's like the idea that, um, like, one of the things uh, I read Malcolm Gladwell's David and Goliath, and this idea of that anytime you try to repress any culture, you actually create like an insurgency and a strength in them and a cunningness and a way of working around. So the the best thing we can do instead of like it's it's how we get groups like ISIS. It's how we like when we oppress people, the false idea is that enough oppression will silence people when in fact if oppression happens and there are survivors, they come back stronger and want more vengeance and will find more cunning ways to get around it. So it's very interesting to me that like we think that any of this will quell anything when actually it's the humanity of it all because we are creating like just just the idea of like beating down people makes them stronger. Like yeah. whoever survives it's the David and Goliath thing that we don't, we always underestimate the underdog and realize that sometimes the underdog, that is their greatest strength because they've never had to play by the rules that they are going to use that to overcome. Yeah. And like, that's ultimately what this is insurgency is about that. Like you are using the fact that Nat Turner had access to all these different people to overcome. Yeah. Harumph. <laughs> and it ends with that shot of him being hung. And and to me, this this is what I consider the Braveheart moment. Like if right. you've seen Braveheart, like it ends with Mel Gibson getting his as many people believe his uh what is it called? Like his guts or his like what's it when they disemboweled? Disemboweled. I was oh, oh, castrated. I thought he was getting castrated. Oh, okay. Maybe but it's like basically it's that shot of just like it, he screams freedom or whatever. And then this shot is like uh, Nat Turner just like strong. I'm ready. He says, "I'm ready." That's he, his final words, and, and then he gets hung, and he's just looking straight dead. Now, fast. what they didn't show, and what really happened is after that happened, they they tore that man tore apart. him apart, and uh, so they dismembered him. They wrote so it though. Much they so. wrote it in the um, epilogue. They wrote it. They wrote it in the epilogue. But yeah, tell them, tell them what they did to him, bro. I mean, they. They skinned used, him. They they, they used his, what is his guts, the, the grease tires. Yeah, they turned uh, him into grease. They they took his a skull and, and and placed it in like scientific laboratory or they something. They like passed it around. They passed, yeah. around passed it around. Like make people sure took would... home pieces of flesh as mementos. Like just... I mean, so much. I I still don't understand how people could want another human body as a, a, a memento. I still like 
Yeah. Like, How do you want to own one? I, I mean, I mean, we see this behavior in the Holocaust. We've seen this. Be- like, right. this isn't like a new thing. But like, what the fuck, humanity? Well, just it, saying. It shows what happens when you are forcing yourself into such depravity, because then we convert back to a very, very animalistic ways. So yes. like people get so desensitized to the violence that is so all around them. And of course that's going to happen when you are treating people like they are animals. Um, Anyway, so we also, it also ends with, we see a bunch of people getting hanged, black bodies everywhere. uh, And then, but then the final shot, the final shot is the kid sees uh, Nat Turner getting hung and it's the kid who betrayed him and he sees him. And then his head, his, he puts his head down. And then, he, you know, I guess he's sad about it. And then all of a sudden it transforms. And now it's the Civil War. And that same kid is fighting in the Civil War. Yeah. What? Like for yeah. America? Because the, the kid cries. For the Union. He's the Union. The union. He's I love how union. union translates Why? to America. What? Yeah. what? How? He's showing a fight. That's still, I don't know, man. And then it ends with like Nat Turner, like back in the dream sequence, and it's his younger self, and now the older self is standing up, and the older self is walking towards camp. Man, whatever, dude. So that's the uh, all right. I'm gonna tell y'all right now. I ain't got a swirl for this movie because again, fuck this movie. <laughs> so if you want, like, just I just got. Nah, I mean, there's no it, swirl. There's no swirl. There's there. no swirl. No, I mean, I guess it would be between I mean, him and, and the, the mom. And the mom. Yeah, but you know what? Gross. Again, oh, we don't want. Nobody wants to hear but that. You know what? You know what? Fuck this movie. <laughs> so it's like, you know what? This, putting this role in this movie would have made this movie better. And you know what? Fuck that. So All next. Right. Yeah. No, there, I mean, I don't have anything either. It just feels weird. I mean, fuck yeah, this. I mean, like, about? we were talking about this movie yeah, for how long? Mike, how long has this been going on? Woo! 209. We've Dude, never yeah. reached that. Yeah, we're over two hours. That's the first time. Uh, great. So the cause we rate films not based on how much we liked it, but whether or not it helps the cause of more leading black actors in Hollywood. Uh, so if we th- believe it helped the cause, it's a black fist. We believe it uh, uh, fully. If it's a black fist, so so a white palm. If we don't believe it helped the cause, uh, then nothing. So remember, it's about whether it helped the cause of more leading black actors in Hollywood. <sighs> What's this? What is it? All right, you guys ready? Nope. Not really. Honestly, I'm not. I'm kind of struggling. I'm going back and forth. Uh, I'm not ready at all for this. I'm going back and forth. I mean, I think I know what I'm going to do, but... Okay. Here we go. <laughs> Three. Two. One. All right. We this got makes sense. two white palms and two nothings. <laughs> I'll go first. The reason I gave out a white palm... I actually almost gave it a fist. The oh, reason that I'm not giving it a fist is because uh, Nate Parker's past, especially in relation to what this film is, uh, is un- it, it's just irreconcilable. So I think this could have potentially done more for his career. I don't think it will. Um, I think this movie could have got a lot of Oscars or at least a lot of nominations. It might, but I, I don't think it's winning anything anymore. And I think it's it's very possible it's not going to get nominated. There are actually a lot of great black films. Moonlight, right uh, Moonlight Queen comes of, out. Yeah, Queen Moonlight. of Katwe, Katwe, Katwe. The the what's the one with the <laughs> hidden figures? Oh, anyway, hidden figures, there's baby. Stuff. There's a lot of stuff. Woo, women working for Southside, NASA. Black women Southside working for NASA. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of stuff. Woo. We don't we don't 
need this film. Nope. Uh, that being said, I can't, I can't ignore the fact that it set a record at Sundance, $17.5 million, and, and, a, a, and whatever his motives and intentions were, a black man, black African-American, got to tell a black African-American story uh, and was validated for it. Uh, and, you know, people were told him that this story cannot be told, that it would not, you know, do well, blah, 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 all this other stuff. And it had a very promising start, I think. So for that alone, I think that it has done something to move the needle for black actors. Anyway, so that's my, that's my thing. Yeah, and and uh, just because so many of my things connect to what you just said, I'm just going to quickly say, like, yeah, like, it set that record at Sundance, which is, like, dope. Um, you know, like, I keep seeing Coleman Domingo and more and more stuff. So, like, stuff like that, like, the fact that, there, Who you is know, that? Who is that? Colm Domingo is, the, is, he played, his character, he was the right-hand man. Uh, oh, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, gotcha. Uh, Hark, Hark, Hark Turner, what's his name? Um, and, 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 you know, it, the, the like, while we've been talking about how, like, the script left a lot to be desired as far as, like, like the actress didn't have a, a, a lot to deal with. And so, like, I think that that's a problematic uh, thing about it. Um, but, like, because it gave so many black people jobs um that's why i gave it a that's why i gave it a fist i was going uh, sorry a palm i was going back and forth between about a palm and nothing as well so um i'm interested to see what you guys say i gave it nothing because uh when i think of black actors i'm including black women and i don't think it will do anything to further black women and on top of that, I think too many people in Hollywood will look at this story as a failure. Even though it did well in Sundance, I think they're going to look at look like Ghostbusters, like the reboot of Ghostbusters, and think, look, we gave them a chance. <laughs> and it failed, and use that as an excuse to not green light these type of movies where black people directed and created and wrote them and starred in them. So I think it will be uh, used as an excuse of like, well, we tried it and now we can't. And so I think it is actually going to long-term be a roadblock. Yeah, yeah man, I get this movie nothing because it deserves nothing. Uh, <laughs> I think... I think uh, uh, I'm trying. This is like I'm not even including Nate Parker's like past because I mean the man was acquitted, so I guess I got to give him that. Um, movie doesn't do well for women of color. Honestly, it gave black people roles. I'm not even sure they should have wanted to be in this movie. I think this movie will be considered a failure, so it won't help any of those people out. Um, I also think that I live in a time now, and I'm only speaking for myself. That is 2016. I'm tired of seeing black bodies beat. I think I'm tired of seeing, and the thing is, I, I think what's going to happen, and my fear is that seeing these images in the news and in the media of, of you know, black people killing each other, whether it's on TV, whether it's like another slave movie, I'm scared that soon people will be desensitized to seeing our bodies as something that's worth being valued because we're so accustomed to seeing beat down and victimized because it's just, it's just in the media. Even when we listen to certain music, it's like, and I, you know, I'm I'm a part of it. You know, like I, I listen to certain rap songs, and it's like it's talking about shooting somebody. It's talking about like you know, women with big asses. You know, like that's that's those are the things that are in the media 
that represent us, you know? And this is a movie, to me, like, that was written by a black man, directed by a black man. And to me, this didn't tell the black story better than, uh, what is it, the British black guy who did 12 Years a Slave. Yeah. Like, this, this didn't do a better job at that than anything else. This played up every trope that was there. I would have preferred if this movie, to me, this movie should have been a horror movie. Like this, this like for, for if we're gonna start before the rebellion, this should have been hor- this should have been something that is like, and again, it was rough, but it's like this should have been something that was so devastating, so so horrible that no matter who watched this, watched this, 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 they would have felt some type of empathy for the people besides the same. Like John said, seeing that girl with a a, a leash, if you will, around her neck, play, playing with her owner, like that is some tr- like that is that is an image, you know. Uh, whatever, man. Fuck this movie. And the thing is, this movie makes me question everybody that loved it. Yeah. And now, honestly, it came out getting so hyped. It's like, for what? Why? Because it showed, oh, oh, that's right, because this movie is the movie where the black people, you know, fight back before they die for 10 minutes, right? Great. This movie deserves a lot. No. This, what, what, what woman and in this movie talks about anything of value? Like, literally, on her death, on his wife, when she is still face busted and he's asking to find out the names of the people who did this to her. He gives her a Bible verse, which is great. But the only point of her saying that Bible verse is to help propel him into finding some type of rage. It's not for her. It's not to show that she is still holding strong. Literally, at one point, when she gets healed, she says, you know what? I'm not scared. I knew that they was going to come. I knew you were going to be great or whatever the hell she says. It's about him. And I get it. And that turn is a thing. Like, the whole point is about like him being like this, this, this leader. But it's like people around him. Women exist. Women, like you're telling me in any all these fucking slave movies, not one woman is strong. Period. Not you're not telling me you're not telling me Gabrielle Union's character wasn't. Look, Lupita yeah. was begging to die at one point. Is that the strength? And, that was, and she was begging him when he got away. Remember, like when he was leaving, she was begging him to take her with her or to kill her. When was she strong? When? No, I, I agree. Like, when are we going to see a black woman in one of these movies that exists mainly to... E- I, I mean, we, we all know black women today, right now, that are strong. And it's really hard that none of that strength has existed in our films. That's true. It doesn't. And, I, and I, 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 as someone and yet, who... And yet the most, the most famous slave ever is Harriet Tubman. Where's her movie? Yeah. Where's her trilogy? I mean, she really is trilogy. the most famous. You know what I mean? Where, where is it? Where's yeah. the movie? And I and and here's the we've been talking about this a lot, and I've been not saying this, but this is the thing that I think uh, I struggle with too. So, like, we're, we're talking about how we don't want to see black bodies beaten anymore, right? Like, we don't think we need to see it, and we talk about like how, like, we think that the reason for doing it is so that people can make the connections to what's going on today, and and, and that yeah. we can never forget, right? Right? Like, we we say that too, mm-hmm. but it's there's, I think we're starting to to see um, that, like, you know, like that the that there are a lot of people whose minds uh, are, it's hard to change, like it's it's. Very hard to change certain minds. Certain minds look at the world in certain ways, right? And so we know that there are black people that, you know, we know that this shit happens, and we we feel bad about it, and 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 we want to we want to move we want to move past this. We want to get past, you know. And there are white people who know that 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 this has happened, and they and they feel, you know, 
bad. You know, they 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 mm-hmm. have also feel. But then there are also there are people who like to see black people hanging. You know, and like those are the people who we want to change. Right? Those are the people whose views we want to change. Those people are going to watch this movie and feel changed. No, and that's uh, for me. That's part of why I struggle with why these movies are made, right? Because we don't want to forget, but we won't forget. We know. We know. But why that part of history? Why not Jim Crow? Because yeah. I yeah. want to remember Jim Crow. I want to remember all the moments, all the black bodies that swung when we were technically free, but still yeah. swung from trees and were yeah. uh, castrated and raped. What? Let's talk about this contradiction in american history when we had freedom and so much violence was perpetuated right. when we were enslaved because in work that, camps because then that might even more affect at least the people who are like i get it but maybe they don't get it to no <laughs> right to, to, to I mean, me what it affects is like how like john i think maybe keisha said it too is like it affects that thing of like when people watch these movies like oh man we've come so past we're yeah, so far exactly from that. i'm not like that person the thing is if you make a movie about jim crow it ain't you, but if you watch that movie and you're sitting at the Thanksgiving dinner table with your your dad, yeah, or your granddad, yeah, that was him, right? That like that was him, right? The mere fact that like Trump is so big now, who they ex- people like this exist, and right. if you make a movie like that, that is, we're not talking about and there's, years. And we're there's, talking about sixty, and there's this char- there's this there's this character that sort of exists. get me out of here, John. Oh, yeah, we can now. Let me get me out of here. All right, we should have watched freaking like a. We could talk about this all Was there no happy movie? What? Uh, yeah. So this uh, this episode was longer <laughs> than the movie, but that's okay. I mean, um, so we had a lot to talk y'all, about. When y'all, go, go watch something happy after listening to this podcast. Go hug somebody, yeah. man. How many people made it this far? I feel like everybody. Yeah, uh, well, yeah what, should they, what should they hashtag? If you made it this far. Um, hashtag rebel. No, man. Oh, hashtag love everybody, man. Like, oh, I, I like that. Hashtag. Love everybody. Like, just, just love like everybody. my like, come Yo, on. Yo, if you made it this far, tweet at us. Hashtag love everybody. Go hug somebody. Thank you y'all. for thank you for, for listening. Keisha. Thank you, Keisha, for coming. Keisha. Thank Anything you, you want to plug? Um, sure, I'll plug my podcast, Applying It Liberally, hosted with me and my hubby, and my other podcast, The Soul Globe Project. And uh, you can check me out on HBO's Divorce, yeah. but you have to watch until the end. That's what you're gonna do, Uh-oh. please. Watch the show until the end. Yeah, I'm in. I'm in the finale uh, of the first season, and I, I tell people watch it. Great. Uh, thank you so much again, and uh, we'll be back with our own plugs. Uh, hashtag love everybody. Love See y'all. Peace. Time for some plugs. Plugs. Plugging it up, plugging it up. Plug. I don't what, know. What, 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 I was trying to jingle. do a new. It was like a new. You tried to do a, a new jingle, like it but I didn't like it. Yeah, because no. I see you bailed on it quick. He I was like, I don't it. like how this started. Yeah, I liked it. Oh, thanks. you just support everything. <laughs> I mean, just, I'm in support of that that jingle. I appreciate it. Uh, if you want to support Black Man Can't Jump, oh, good transition. <laughs> uh, please go to uh, at Black Men. Wait, podcast. God. What's at Black Men Podcast on Twitter. What's happening? Yo, you can Black find Man us on Facebook, on Twitter, uh, Black Men Instagram, BlackMenPodcast.com. Uh, uh, okay, I don't know if we have a. No, no, we don't have a show. No, we don't up. have any upcoming shows, but you know what? We still, we still will have the Snapchats. 
Yeah, yeah, it should be. I think one, one more, one more, Snapchat. I think one more Snapchat, Snapchat Monday. And Comedy we might Central have Snapchat. Fun cooking in the, we might have some. We got fun some fun cooking. cooking. Something yeah. cooking. Um, and uh, yeah, you can uh, see me at John Braylock on Twitter and Instagram, Snapchat, John Braylock, JohnBraylock.com for videos and stuff. Okay, you can follow me at James Third Comedy on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, JamesThirdComedy.com. Third is 3RD. <sighs> okay. Um, <laughs> nah. Yeah, he's saying no. Jarrah's that saying was Jarrah's no. plugs. His plugs no were to plugs. Nah. His plugs were nah. <laughs> His plugs were nah. So, <laughs> all right. Great. And uh, next week, we will be reviewing the film What's Love Got, got to, to Do, do with, with It? it. I got almost forgot to do for a with it. <laughs> got to do with it. What's love but a second hand emotion? That other song that they he said uh, that with Phil Spector was real good too. What was the deep I mean, river? that song was epic. I remember it. It's so hard because I it can't. was such an epic song that I was like, woo. Yeah. Anyway, we also have a special guest on that episode, Romney Malco. Yup, yup, yup. You know him from 40 Year Virgin. 40 Year Virgin. Weeds. Uh, I mean, honestly, Mad so many dogs movies. on uh, Amazon. Um, if if you're if you're a black woman, you probably like, oh, is that the brother from uh, um, um, Think Like a Man? Only, yes, yes, it is. Only if you're a black woman, though. Yeah, what well, that was weird. I'm saying no. Not I'm if saying, you're anybody else. I'm saying because like, I mean, how many men went to go see Think Like Think Like a Man? Because I saw we it. Think Like a Man. We I think like a man. I already. saw the movie. I see what you're saying. Anyway, that will be <laughs> next week. What's love got to do with it? Starring Angela Bassett and Lawrence Fishburne. We gonna get into it, so we'll see you next week. Peace. That was a headgum podcast. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.